Welcome to another fantastic edition uh, of Real Chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, David. <laughs> I am joined with today. Damn. I was so close to falling out today. I just didn't want to be here. What's up, Leo? <laughs> what's up? Fantastic, David. Oh, thank you. Uh, what's up, Jen? Hey, guys. That was corny. That was a- <laughs> <laughs> well, so was this movie that, that we're going to cover. Cheesy. That was so is the movie we're going to cover today. So oh. I think I think we nailed the corniness. What's up, Rye? What's up? And what's up, G? <laughs> Kudos on a fantastic intro. Uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> my thank eyes you. are rolling like in the back of my head right Leo. now. Don't just pain. Oh, Leo can't even right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so by the nice. Wonderful puns that we set this episode up with. Uh, today we are going to look at one of the greatest comic book movies of all time, <laughs> one that has aged beautifully. One a like movie, a fine wine. <laughs> a movie that I thought about every day since 2015. The Fantastic Four. Or can, we as, just, can we just preface the fact that it was a sarcastic comment? We never should have had to do this. It was a throwaway joke. No, I never intended for this to sometimes happen. Sometimes your throwaway jokes turn into great <laughs> ideas. And with the Oscar nominations, all your fault. And with the Oscar <laughs> nominations releasing on Monday, yeah. I felt like we should give props to a Razzie favorite and a Razzie winner. No. I think this is a good, great idea. You should think of these more often. <laughs> this is fantastic. So, uh, outside of covering Fantastic Four today, we're going to look at the Oscar nominations, our snubs, and a little bit of news. So, this one is not really much to cover, just more of annoyance. So, Parasite's getting a TV series on HBO, or yeah. quote unquote, is rumored to get a TV series on HBO. Boys, does that suck? <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, we don't need it. No. And it's funny because. It comes after Bong Joon-ho said, you know, we're only one-inch subtitles away from exploring more cinema. Nah, let's just bring an English show. So yeah. instead of watching Parasite, you can just watch the HBO series. And to be fair, well, is, he, I'm, I'm is, sorry. is he running it? Um, he, I think he's EP. I think he's going to be producing. Oh, he's not, even, he's not writing it? I'm oh, not oh, sure if he's... he's. I think he's quote-unquote the showrunner, but I'm not sure if he's writing every yeah. episode. That'd be my only concern if he's not writing it, then... Yeah, because in a sense, like I feel it's gonna take away from like the impact of the movie in general. Like the movie, not for us. <laughs> like in the movie was like such like a, a lightning in a bottle moment where it was like such a really clever plot, really good writing, really good acting. To try to recreate it like in any kind of series on an episode by episode basis, not gonna work. No, not gonna work. I think, but people, it is HBO. Yeah, people will be interested in it because they're like. That people that are afraid to watch foreign films because of the one-inch subtitles are mm-hmm. gonna. I think the show's gonna do well ratings-wise because people are, that didn't want to watch the movie are gonna be like, "Oh, it's probably the same thing," so they're gonna watch a TV show. And like G just said, HBO. But when each of us watched Parasite, we all went into it not knowing what to expect. Correct. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So think about it this way: if now someone warns you to expect not to expect something, like 
it's well, it's changing the remember, dynamic. Remember, like I I think I was the first one on here to vouch for Parasite back in September, yeah. and I never said anything about it. You, I just wanted you to just watch this. And Jen just saw it a few weeks ago, and I she did. lasted months, and I just would not tell her anything about it. He did so, not. It's one of those movies. It's an experience. It's yes. like that with you guys on the podcast, and he's just like that with me at home. Yep. <laughs> Can you imagine? I don't know how we're still married. We watched La La Land yesterday, too. Again. Uh, again? Well, again. It's, it's Oscar season. I only watch, I watch a lot of Oscar again, movies during the season. We've watched a lot of Joker also. No, I watch Joker household. by myself. No, no. No. It's and, been there. Anywho. <laughs> lies, lies. Next, lies. <laughs> next bit of news. So Parasite coming to an HBO screen near you. Um, next bit of news is uh, not really news, but a trailer. Um, sorry, Ryan. I know you're, I think you're on your own island here. I surprisingly liked the Morbius, Morbius. trailer. Out of freaking oh, nowhere. I, like, I liked it too. Yeah. I was so. Okay, I'll be on my island. I, I was care. so upset I that Jared I liked Leto. it. Yeah. He doesn't look bad in it. He, he looks, looks. He looks like I don't. I don't care for the character of Morbius. You yeah. know more about yeah, Morbius, yeah, Leo. Yeah. I. So. So for our listeners, who is Morbius? Yeah. So it's funny. Um. The actually Ryan could speak to it too, since he's rewatching the uh, Spider-Man animated series. Mm-hmm. Like Morbius is this doctor, super intelligent scientist, uh, that suffers from a blood um illness. Mm-hmm. So in his trying to save himself, he uh, he ends up creating a vampiric type virus where he has to drink blood to sustain himself, and he gets all like the crazy vampire powers. But like he's like a vampire struggling with not wanting to kill kind of thing. Um, so he's not a villain at first, like he doesn't no, seem yeah. like to be. No, a but it's like here. one of those things, like it's like uh, like he, when he gives into that craving thing, gets gotcha. get crazy. But he's actually a really big um, blade villain too. Interesting. He's a vampire, so it'd be really interesting to see if this ever crosses over with Mahershala Ali's Blade. So now it makes more Ooh. sense for me why it's connected to the MCU. Yes. The first thing I noticed with the trailer is that this is the first Sony movie that doesn't say, doesn't have them, because uh, they have their own Marvel yes. fan. It says in association with Marvel. So I'm like, oh, okay, so this is. This is connected somehow. Yeah. And now with what you said about he's a main Blade villain, it wouldn't shock me if it wouldn't at all. we get him in there rather than Spider-Man. Funny thing. So you saw the Spider-Man murderer yes. thing. Is that Toby or is yeah. that Tom Holland? So the, the graffiti scene in the in the trailer, the little Easter egg yeah. in there, that Spider-Man picture was a Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. But then we're connected to the MCU. The very end of the trailer with Michael the cameo of uh, Vulture. So... Are we connecting all this Spider Verses now? Is that what they're doing? Oh, I guess they did that with their Into the Spider Verse because Into the Spider Verse officially is part of the Sony, the Sony family, Spider Man um, world. Right? You didn't like it, so go ahead. Yeah, like I don't know. It for me, it just seems unnecessary. I feel like the Spider Man MCU stuff was just a little bit of MCU dust sprinkled on it to help get your interest. Honestly, um, Jared Leto does look good in it. I will give him that, and like. Um, Leo just said, sorry, I I am watching the new the Spider-Man from the 90s, and I like the way he becomes it already in this animated better than that. It's, there's no weird cave. It's just he's messing, like Leo says, he's messing with the virus. It's around the time that uh, Spider-Man might become a mutant mutant, so it's a whole big storyline in there. Go check it out on Disney+. Plus. Um, they don't need any more money. They already have. <laughs> true. <laughs> but, uh... 
Yeah, it's I don't know. I just I watched it twice. Once on my phone, once on the big, once on my TV, and at least it was a little bit better on the TV. But still, for me, it just never hit for me. It looks Nothing better hit. than any of the Venom trailers. I agree. So it's funny. <laughs> I, I I thought of it just like Venom. Like I'm not expecting to be blown away by an incredible story. I'm expecting to be visually like this is look is gonna look fantastic. Yeah, I think it'll. We'll see. That's, that's hopefully all. let's hope I, I feel let's positive hope. a little bit yeah. more positive than i did like a week ago i mean i feel better about this jared leto performance than his last yeah, superhero well, it's <laughs> funny um, friend of the show more friend of the show alex he runs a comic book shop and when ryan you you were there for this conversation when we first heard the morbius um movie news i asked i asked either me or, or friend of the show chris chin asked alex he's like yo al when's the last time you sold the morbius book <laughs> And he's like, that's a great question. The next time will be the first. <laughs> yeah, he was telling me, like, and I asked him, and all jokes aside, I asked him, like, do you guys order a lot of Morbius? And he's like, dude, and, like, we don't sell Morbius. No one but no one cares about Morbius. Yeah, I don't even know if he had his own, like, standalone yet. Or... So I didn't know that. It was such a, like, random Sony. It was a Sony move. Yeah. It was a Sony move. So, yeah, but we'll see what happens with that. Um Gee, you haven't been on, and Jen just saw it for the first time. What do you guys think of the new Birds of Prey trailer? Um, I what I mean, it, it it looks better than I thought it was. Like, I mean, I I can't like I'm trying to figure out like the actual tone of the movie, like what they're trying to sell. Um, it looks intriguing enough for me to want to check it out. Like I'm, and I read a lot of uh, stuff about the movie. Um, apparently, uh. People who have seen early screenings of it thought it was good, but there were some questions about like the ending, and I don't know if they fixed that or not since then. Um, but um, but yeah, but the screenings that people saw said that it's a lot different than most other comic book movies, and that is what makes it unique. But the ending is what kind of like didn't quite stick, and I think they were trying to fix that. Hmm. But uh, overall, I I mean, Margot Robbie looks great. The other girls are great, so and hopefully, it, and it's directed by a woman. And I'll take anything to get Rosie Perez back on the big screen. Sometime. Yeah, she's old. She is old. <laughs> she's not yeah. old. I actually think she looks God pretty good. She is old. No, no, no. I actually, you thought she looked good? I thought she looked good in the movie. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think it's... Um, <laughs> I don't know. She doesn't look bad. I don't know what you're so, talking about. And then you probably the, saw her on the trailer for like two seconds. She does kill the Joker, right? And in like... Oh, I don't, I don't think she kills him. I think they leave in, it very open. In the, the beginning of the trailer? In the beginning of the trailer, I feel like, like, because Joker doesn't die. He really rarely dies, right? And so, like, it's always, like, some big Tell Jack explosion. That. Okay, well, minus Jack. <laughs> right? But, like, I feel like she let him go in there. Like, they cra- it crashed and it exploded. And she might think that he died. But I bet you he's so in the So Jared background. Leto's coming back at the end of the movie? I don't think at the end of this Surprise. movie. As a vampire. But... As a vampire. Well done. <laughs> but I feel like it would be kind of dumb to like leave it, like to just shut that book completely. They yeah. could shut it, but like you can just do what the soap operas do and just leave it very well, yeah, open-ended, which we, is we can We can agree Joaquin's we can not going like to be died, the Joker but... ever again, right? Yeah. Well, he's not going to be the Joker in the har- in this Harley universe. No. no. No, I'm just thinking. I don't think he's ever going to play the same character again. I hope not. I don't think so. I don't think they I should have not. a sequel. There's no reason. Nah, for Nah, we're it. not getting a sequel. We don't need I think, to see I, I think that that ship is sailed. One. 
But yeah, was, they really they really want him to probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, if, if they're going to do a sequel, we said a thousand. I said a thousand times, do different villains. Don't do the same villain. Do a sequel in the sense that you're doing a similar tone and a similar kind of story, but totally different story with a totally different villain. Mister Freeze, Penguin, yada yeah. yada. And after watching the sixty minute uh, special on Joaquin last week, he doesn't give a shit about money. <laughs> He lives, yeah. he li- he's you know very secluded. Heart, yeah. He lives on the he does live on the Hollywood Hills, but he seems like he's very away from everybody. He just likes he to, likes to be with his with Rooney and like I, his dogs. I guess my issue, not issue, but like I can't see a major studio like getting a movie to make over a billion dollars worldwide and not want to sequel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> like, I yeah, I can't like, I can't see them sitting there like no, we're good. And, and more <laughs> we're not and more power to uh to Todd and Joaquin. They're like. We're good. There's nothing to say. Well, There's... remember that they have mentioned if the story is there and if they something like that, that whole vague thing. So my fear is that they're going to try to force a really deep story, but hopefully not. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. All right. And then last two bit of news that I want to touch on was uh, Taika Waititi may be set up to bring Star Wars back to the big screen in like two or three years. Oh, that would be Lord. pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. Academy Award nominee Taika nice. Waititi, which is awesome because you've. Did you know him before Thor? Before so, Ragnarok? I knew him. I knew of him just a little. Like, I heard. I, yeah, not, what we do in the shadows. Yeah, exactly. What we do in the shadows. But th- he just blew up. And now he's going to blow up even more yeah. if he does do Star Wars, which would be a really cool game. Very different from the directors that they've had. Yes. <laughs> Helm the, any yeah. other franchise. So that would be a. That's, but that's what they need, I think. Yeah, they need. At this point. Well, yeah. What kind of story does he do? You think? Like, what do you think he does? So I think this eliminates the Knights of the Old Republic thing. I don't think Taika would want to do that. I think Taika would probably do a future. Uh, it, this will take place years, years later. After the after, Skywalker after this. So instead of a long, long time stuff. ago, just be a long time ago? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, so that's the other uh, bit of news. The other news with Star Wars is that the original script leaked, the Colin Trevorrow script. And I have some notes here from what was supposed to be. And this, like, outside of G, like, we like the movie enough. And this script seems pretty dope. <laughs> so I'm going to read some of the notes that I have here. So Palpatine is in it, but it's just a holocron of Palpatine. Okay. So you don't have Palpatine in it. It's just a holocron of Palpatine with a message from Vader. There's a contingency plan to see his teacher, Tor Valum, Master of the Sith. Kylo, the holocron explodes and burns Kylo's face, and Mandalorian armor is later smelted and applied to his face. Whoa. Um, Rey learns more powerful Force abilities. Rey uses J- Jedi text to learn Force Beacon, which communicates to 50 other planets. Rey isn't related to Palpatine. So the Ryan Johnson plan was stays in, in effect. She is nobody. No relationship. She, she stays nobody. Um Kylo killed Ray's parents by order from Snoke. In canon, he doesn't turn to the dark side until he was 23, and there was a 24-hour window between t- the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi, so the timing is a little would be a little off in in this script. Kylo throws Vader's helmet because he understands love clouded his judgment. He then fights Vader, uh, inspired inspired from Empire Strikes Back when Luke fights Vader, yeah, yeah. and Kylo loses, similar to. Actually, no, Luke doesn't lose. He gets his head off. Um, 
a lot of Force Ghosts, Luke, Obi-Wan, Yoda, Pierce, Force, Force Ghosts, and attempt to save Ben, but unsuccessful. So Ben is never redeemed. redeemed. Got it. He stays the villain. Uh, Ray does have a double-bladed lightsaber. Uh, she makes it herself as a hybrid of Luke's old lightsaber. Chewbacca flies an X-Wing, <laughs> which is pretty <laughs> I want to see that. <laughs> um, Ray and Kylo battle on Mortis. He reveals he killed her parents on Snoke's orders. Kylo is eventually extinguished, so he dies. Huh. Still dies, but he never is redeemed. Um, Ray still questions the balance of the Force to Luke and says the dark suffocates the light, light extinguishes the dark over and over again. How is there ever balance in the Force? And then at the end of the movie, uh, Leia and Ray have a moment where it states, you're not like my father or my brother. You're new. Whatever happens, remember the Force chose you, Ray. Your story isn't written by anyone else. And that is the original episode nine. Wow. <laughs> Pretty cool. And I don't like Colin Trevorrow. Because I don't like Jurassic World and all that stuff. But this is a pretty dope idea. So that is the original episode nine. What could have been. What could have been. But it is what it is. Moving on to the Academy Award nominations that were announced on Monday. Film Twitter is very sad. Very upset. <laughs> very sad. Very Why? upset. What is there to be upset about? <laughs> black people. Black people. Women, no, no. Upset. Everyone's upset because <laughs> everyone. Latinos are upset. <laughs> they need to put a smile on their face because Joker is the hot, is the top nominated film and very filmed. I've been following film Twitter a lot this week. <laughs> oh, man. He's been unbearable. Like, he's I haven't just, even said anything to you. No, you have. You've been like telling me, oh, now they're saying this about it. Oh, yeah, this, yeah. Because Joker was. So between Joker and Greta Gerwig, it was just like all week with Dave. <laughs> like, just ranting. He's like, do you hear what these people have said? And I was like, so more, get off of more Twitter. Of, moral of the story is never tell Jen how I feel. No, I think that's moral, the moral of the story, of the story is get off of Twitter <laughs> and you won't be She doesn't angry. want to hear it. Get off of Twitter you and you won't be angry. Be angry. If you don't I, read I'm, not, it. I'm not angry. I thought it was actually pretty funny, everything that came up this week. So the first the first victim was Joker. I think that lasted two days. Then the Greta stuff piled on, and then 1917 is the latest victim. So the Joker stuff led all nominations with 11. Kind of saw that coming with BAFTA. My final predictions, I ended up finishing 80. 83 for 104 on my predictions. So I did pretty, I did pretty nice decent stuff, this though. year. Um, you did better than last year. I did a lot better than last year. Yeah, I went five for five. I went nine for nine in picture. I went five for five in director. I went five for five in both screenplays. Five for five in score. Uh, five for five in mixing and sound mixing editing. I did. You got I did pretty, nothing in documentary. I went over five in documentary. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> I and I love documentary. I was so embarrassed. I was like, how the fuck did I do that? Clearly, but uh, you know nothing, but David. The, I didn't. I knew nothing. But yeah, the whole Joker thing. Um, BAFTA kind of laid the foundation of where we may be going with Joker getting eleven nominations. I actually had them for twelve, which the one that they didn't get was production design, which I think they should have gotten. But um. This is the first ever Academy Awards that has four movies that have more than 10 nominations. Oh, wow. First time it's ever happened. So it just shows how great the year in film was. So Joker led with 11, 1917 with 10, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with 10, and then Irishman with 10. And I think Irishman's going 0 for 10. I kind of think that's, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Think, I, I, and I think. And I wouldn't yeah. have guessed that like, like a month or two ago. Yep. But. I, I kind of feel that way now. I think the Greta Gerwig snub for director just gave her an Academy Award for adapted screenplay. I think she's for gonna, adapted screenplay. I think she's going to win the Oscar. 
I feel it, like they I feel like they thought they were giving her a bone by like, well, we need to nominate her as director, but look, yeah, we go. Here and, you are. And it's funny, <laughs> right like <here. laughs> all this Gerwig backlash, I wrote a post about it because I was just like annoyed. Um mm-hmm. Gerwig becomes the only the second female director to direct two Best Picture nominees. Oh wow. So she did did make history with her nomination with Little Women's nomination. And Little Women did oh. better than expected. That's another thing. Yeah. It, but it, see the actually, thing with was... history is people remember the winners. And people mm. remember like you okay. know that fact, but not everyone knows that I fact. I mean people's bitch. But the people... second she wins, she's Academy Award winner. Yeah, pe- but people are bitching that she didn't get nominated. Directing. She didn't win directing. They're bitching that she didn't get nominated. Well, exactly, yeah. because you can't win something if you ain't in the game. She wouldn't have won. That's the problem. Well, she would not gonna win. Okay, well, well she could. Well, but nominated. they're trying to say this that she should have been invited to the party. So <laughs> correct. Here, you need a participation. She was award. my no- and then we'll get it. We'll let's just start with the Greta stuff. I don't believe she was snubbed because she was my number nine. Yeah. So I had. The five that were nominated, those are my five. After her, I had Taika Watiti for JoJo. I have James Mangold. Yeah. And then I had, hold on, let me bring up my, my. James Mangold for what? 4v Ferrari. Oh. 4v Ferrari. Okay. Did you Ryan Johnson at all? And Ryan Johnson, there you go. That was my eighth. Yeah. And then I had Greta. Because I honestly feel, and I said this to a friend of the show, Tom, months ago, like, Little Women may be great. And it is great. I love the movie. It's really good. It's really, really good. I like it a lot. But it's the seventh time it has been remade, and the Oscars do not like remakes. Look at A Star is Born last year. But I will say. (laughs) I'm ready. No, but I will say, okay, and this is to, like, the point that I actually, when I first heard that this was coming out, I was like, no, why am I going to watch that? This is, like, the seventh time. Did you see that Winona Ryder won? Like, all this. And I was just very, like, Eh, okay, why'd she choose this project? But I was like, maybe she really likes the book. I love the book. I grew up with the book. I read the book. Like, I know the book. I know these characters. And I was like, okay, we're redoing this again. Another reboot. Yuck. And then, like, we, and then, like, even when we went to go watch it, I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll watch it. And so we watched it. It was so good. She did, I think, the way she chose to. Uh, like she didn't do it where it was just fully like linear where it was just like word by word by word like straight out of the book like she with the way she did her flashbacks and her things and she set everything up i thought she wrote it really well and i think she did it in a way that it didn't feel very like i mean the book was written in the late 1800s so it's like it didn't feel like i was watching like a period drama per se like i felt like all those issues were still relevant today and are still happening today you still have someone that's like a joe or you still have someone that's like an amy like there's anyone and in our screen in our um watch like there was not a dry house except me and like people were like (laughs) crying like it was very like heavy and i think that's so important when you get that kind of visceral reaction from an audience like that's what you want shout out to the russo brothers i think she did a terrific job in like (laughs) adapting it and making it new in the sense that like we weren't watching the same right. thing over and over again. And I don't know. I just, it was a very, it was a, it was very, a great job. I loved she it. See, job. no one here is shitting on little. No women. one here. Yeah. yeah we yeah, all, I really liked it. it. Cause I knew, yeah, I knew it's been done so many times, but, but I, I was turned off because of that, because I was like, Oh, another one. So like, I'll ask you, do you think she was snubbed? Like, no, remember because you have to, because you have to, you have to replace her. 
You have to replace someone. Who yeah. are you replacing? And I knew Phillips was going to get in because I had a feeling Joker may be one of the most nominated right. movies of the day. So he was good. He and everyone else is safe. All the other four were safe. You're you're not. So, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, G. Sorry. So well, so everyone I, I you know, asked that question like, like who would you take out? Because like, there are a lot of people that I know that liked Little Women and love what she did with it. They all said Todd Phillips. And yeah, I don't yeah, really yeah. Know that's if fine. I would take, and I don't really know if I would take him out though. I mean, like it's like. Like that, that's the tricky part about saying someone so with snub because that yeah. means that indicates that someone that is there doesn't belong there. Yep. And I don't want to say that either because I think all those guys, it, I mean, it sucks maybe for women that they all have to be men, but like I feel like they all deserve to be there. Yeah. This but, is like, not a year I, that like, you know, it, it just so happens to be all men. This exactly. Year. It just it's happens not... that they all. It just happens that they all have a penis. Like I actually, so like, wow. I actually think it's a very strong year for director because I feel like I don't think. Last year or even the year before, I could say, I don't know that all of them should have been in those. Well, you know what's a good year? I don't. I, I think this is before we. This started. is a very tough yeah. category. I think this yeah. is before you and I started dating, so you didn't really hear my annoyance with the Oscar season. No, the year Selma came safe. out. You yeah, you were safe. Then. The year oh, Selma, Selma came out. Ava, you didn't see that movie. Oof. I did. Ava DuVernay was killed it. Absolutely killed it, and she didn't get nominated. Yeah. That's a problem. She literally was one of the best five directors of the year. And there's no denying yeah, she that. Yeah. And she should have been nominated. But that's also the studio for releasing it late. They released it way too late. Not yeah. enough people saw it. And she didn't get nominated. That's bullshit. She should have been there. So it's right. not like a woman I thing agree. for me. It's more the if it's just a great fucking year. And not for nothing, here's some facts that I threw out on, on, on Facebook earlier this yeah. week. Greta Gerwig has directed two movies. She's already been nominated for Best Director for one of her movies. She's been directed. She's been nominated for screenplay for both her movies. It let's not pretend like we're snubbing her all over the place. Like completely ignoring she's her talent whatsoever. She's one of the best female directors in Hollywood, and she's being recognized. Martin Scorsese yeah. didn't get nominated for Best Director for Taxi Driver. He didn't get his first director nomination till 1981 or 82 for. Raging Bull. For Raging Bull. Raging Bull. He didn't win till 2006. Let's let's realize the history of the Oscars before we shit on certain nominees. Alfred Hitchcock never won an Oscar. It's never won one. Never won an Oscar. So that's what I feel a certain way because I'm like, you just you're everyone's so fucking prisoner of the moment that they can't realize woman or man. It's who's fucking deserving. Yeah. And Alfred Hitchcock who I consider the greatest director of all time, doesn't have an Oscar. <laughs> Stanley Kubrick doesn't have an Oscar. Scorsese didn't get an Oscar till 2006. He should have at least three or four. Let's bring it back. Yeah. Right. Let's have respect for the Academy Awards well, as, yeah. as men and women. And let's exactly. look at who deserves it. Now, man, we're going to get a woman now. And now Jen made a face when I said Greta's going to want to adapt his screenplay. And I don't think she deserves it. I think... The Irishman deserves it, but it's not going to win now because now. Well, I don't want her to win it based she's off of gonna, consolation so that, prize. But that's going yeah. yeah. like, to be, 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 be the narrative that's now. Be a narrative. If she wins, if she wins, I think in the back of everyone's mind, they're going to be like, well, they gave that to her because we don't want to hear anyone bitch and moan about how she didn't win anything. Not saying that she doesn't deserve it. I mean, if she did win it, I'd be very happy for her. I'd be happy for but, her too. Don't get me wrong. But, but I, like, but like, I think it's it's like when you when you set stuff up like this, all this whole like, oh, well, we should nominate more women. We should do this yeah. and that. Like now, it doesn't seem like you're giving to them based on their marriage. It's like you just don't want to piss anyone off. Yeah, and that's like, patronizing. And that's where the narrative, and that's where the narrative gets skewed now, and that's what's unfortunate yep. about it. Like you know, like all the things that you were saying, D, 
David, like we all know that, right? Yep. We all know those facts about Scorsese. We all know that. And the problem is, is that like most people are just gonna be stuck in the fact. Well, you know what? She didn't get nominated for the big one. We need her to get the big one or any other woman to get like in the director. Like they don't really care about other facts. They're like you said, they're prisoners of the moment. So they just want like, hey, well, you know what? She didn't get nominated for the big prize, and that's my issue. And that's what's you know unfortunate. What? Go ahead, right? Then make your own movie. As call out to all females, make your own movie and win those best pictures. Beat all those and show them that you deserve it as well instead of sitting behind a computer and bitching about it. Well, same thing you know, about I, when they change comic book stuff. Yeah. It's the same exact thing. I also agree with you. I agree with you on that too, but like, I think it sucks as well because I feel like every year, I, you know, I think we talked about this before when, the, you know, this always comes up like, oh, there were no female directors. And like sometimes, you know, the narrative is like, we say like, well, you need to do better. You know, you know, I think this last year, a lot of female directors did better and i think that's why so many women are upset because they still felt like they weren't given a shot at the table even though they really did better this year and no I, i'm sorry g to yeah. cut sorry to cut you off g yeah, um, yeah, yeah. One, no, fa- okay. one fact about women too no one's talking about this this is one of the facts that i have eight women are nominated for best picture this year this is the most ever oh, eight. As producers and stuff. yeah as producers but no one's talking about that we're not talking about the good things. We're talking about one person not getting one award nomination. It's, it's, and do you think Greta Gerwig wants to be the face? Of, I mean, I know. No, like, her, no she no, doesn't. I know, no. I know. And I know her cast talked about her being snubbed. And, like, you know, it's cool that they have her back because, you know, they worked with her. And, like, yeah. you know, like, I, I get it. But I wonder if she wants to be, like, the face of, like, oh, shit, I'm the face of not getting a nomination. And every, everyone thinks I deserve one. Like, I don't know if she wants to be the focus of that either. I agree with you because of, um, I don't, Jen saw a little bit of it with me. I was watching the Hollywood Reporter roundtable with, uh, with Lulu Wang, with Greta, with Marty, Todd Phillips, uh, Noah, and I forgot his name, the director of Two Popes. And she's, she's so good in it, but you can tell she doesn't want to be that. She wants to be awarded for her work. She doesn't want to be awarded because she's a woman. Yeah. She doesn't like. That and she, you, you got that from that, from that, and I highly recommend it. It's about an hour long, but during the whole time, she represents herself really well, her body of work really well, and she just doesn't. She's not talking as a female director. She's talking as a director, a hundred percent. Right. I think David, you posted nice. something uh, maybe earlier after the nominations came out, where it was like, it was a comment that was made by someone online, yeah, about like, oh, why don't we just split the category yeah. between yeah. like best male directors, best female directors? No, they shouldn't. Uh, that, do that was the stupidest, most that. like ridiculous thought whatsoever, mm-hmm. because like you're literally. That's, Segregation. That's that's that's, the, that's that's not the, <laughs> yeah. the, the problem. Here isn't that people want to get recognized. The people. The problem here is one: women want more opportunities so that they get a chance to even show that they're as talented, if not more talented, which is a problem. Legitimately, it is. But in this case, throwing someone a nomination just because they're a woman is one of the the biggest disrespectful things you could do. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. the girl, the lady that directed Honey Boy, actually made that comment and she because she was like so angry that all these She's women get like angry, recognized yeah. for their work and she was one of the people that actually said they should split it like the way they split like you know best actor best actress and i but i don't think that helps either i think that just makes it like okay like we're, we'll do this to make you guys happy it doesn't really like well it doesn't it, really um, it's not about the they, work isn't anymore it, isn't now it the... it's just about like isn't it the SAG Awards at the beginning of the SAG Awards where the, everyone introduces themselves yes, and saying, I love it I'm an actor? I'm an actor. Like, I'm not going to yeah. lie. A better, I mean, it's not going to happen yeah. anytime soon. 
but consolidating the best actor and best actress it awards never, into one never that, you know, would be a step in the right direction. Is that who, the MTV, MTV Movie Awards changed it from like just as they just have it as like they split it with female and male. It's not best male actor or best female actor. Like I, but like, would you want that to happen? I think no. it'd be worse than that. Happened. It'll be worse. Oh no, it'd be, it'd be way worse. <laughs> be, as as, as, as would, society, you, you, we're Twitter not ready for that. Off, like, if, <laughs> so the only thing, the only thing I could think of is, I hate expanding, and I I'm completely against expanding nominations. And I've actually said, out of the line, I don't, I hate it. But if we take away preferential ballot, which they're not going to, and make a straight ten, straight ten best picture nominees every year. I'm okay with expanding to every director that's nominated for Best Picture is get to director nom. So if your picture is nominated, yeah. you should be nominated for yeah. Okay. So if there if so if there's nine Best Pictures, but I mean, you can't. But if it's preferential the way it is now, you can't do that Got because it. then you have ten nominees and with nine Best Pictures, it has to be ten and ten, and they're not going to change. The preferential thing isn't going anywhere. That's so yeah. That but that's that's about it with that. Um, but there were some some snubs. snubs. By the way, um, best picture. I think we're close to over. I think it's word. So uh, can it be parasite? So I. <laughs> so I do. I do have some. Oh my really, god! That would be. That's why I'm so. I'm so. Ex, I'm so excited because I just want parasite. That'd be so incredible. So parasite <laughs> had a good weekend because it won Ace Eddie, which is the editing award, and I thought that was a big win. But PGA. Announced their winner yesterday, 1917 won PGA. Um, so just to give you some backtrack on that, Green Book won PGA last year, won Best Picture. The year before that, Shape of Water won, won Best Picture. PGA correlates with Oscar a lot. Okay. More importantly, 1917 won the Globe. It won Director. It won PGA. It's going to win DGA. It's going to win the BAFTA, and it's going to win BAFTA Director. That means it ties... One movie and I think the last maybe 30, 40, I think even 50 years Jeez. has lost with having all those wins and now win Best Picture. Do you know what that movie is? Can I guess? Yes. La La Land. Yes. Unfortunately, what you're saying is there's a chance. We see you. No, we see you, Moonlight. We see you. There is, there is a slight chance. Um, oh, that's hard. But I think the La La Land thing, I've talked about this off the line. I've never, don't at me because I'll never change my opinion. I think it's just the times with the election and how everything went. I think that's why La La Land didn't win. I've had this argument many times. I'm not going to get into it now. But yeah, that's the last movie to lose. And even though it was recent, it that's... doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. Parasite yeah. needed yesterday. Parasite really needed yesterday. Um, the only competition left is who wins SAG tonight. Because 1917, 1917 is not nominated for SAG. Which, oh, because it's just like an ensemble award. Well, there's, like, yeah, there's no, yeah, yeah, it's there's, a no, there's no individual actors. Unless you want to count. Cumberbatch. I mean, Cumberbatch. I mean, I mean, like, fucking Bombshell might win that, and like, that won't count for anything. Yeah. <laughs> if Parasite wins it, it's number two. It's between those two for oh, Best nice, Picture. Nice, nice, So that's where, that's where I'm at. The other thing that doesn't help 1917 is that 1917 is the first film to win the PGA ever Without a SAG nomination, and it's the first in Slumdog Millionaire to win without an Oscar nomination for any actors. Oh wow! So that's I I brought it down to number two when I saw I missed a lot. It didn't get an actor nom because those don't usually win Best Picture, 
But after winning PGA and thinking what may happen at DGA and BAFTA, I think 1917 is number one there. Okay. With Parasite and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, number two and three. Cool. Those are the three. I think one of you, those three will be your best picture winner. So what do you think happened with the Irishman? Like, why, like, did you guess it's that, the, like... So, I don't know if you guys agree. I think it's a front-runner curse. Because last year, Stars Born was a front-runner to the Golden Globes, and then he just died. Died, and, yeah. And then the year before that was uh, three billboards outside Ubby, Missouri. Which was really good. And then it died. <laughs> the, that did die. And then La La Land didn't die. It just happened with... What happened? I literally won everything. <laughs> literally won everything. He'll never admit. La La Land was shot in the head but at the finish line. Admit. It La La won everything. It was, was legit assassinated. Like, right <laughs> oh my was, God. <laughs> it literally was. I got Kanye. La La Land's assassination was the most vicious, vicious. Dude, ever. I've, I've, I follow this shit very religiously. And like I've never seen. This is like the 72 and 72 win Bulls team make it to the NBA Finals and not winning. And not winning. This, it won everything. This is the Patriots Some of getting us, Giants. Regular people don't understand that reference. So the Bulls, won, the Bulls won 72 games in 1996, most ever, until the Warriors. And, and Actually, it's the it's the, the Golden State Warriors in yeah. 2016. They won 73 games and they'll win the championship. I got that. This okay. was, yeah, this, this was a, a, a murder. This you was... weren't even in the race back then. And you knew it was shocking, right, Leo? <laughs> yeah. But um, but nineteen. It wasn't even so much that it lost. It, it was, was how like, it lost. They tease you with like, oh, it, wait, it, it did win. It, no, won. <laughs> it won, and then never mind. Didn't you? Didn't you ask me, Leo, like how I felt that day? Well, yeah, because it's funny. Because like, so when we were we, um, I actually came to hang out with David and Jenny for the uh for the, the Golden Globes. Globes. So I like I kind of like I recorded some of the reactions, like when Joker won Best Director. Not, I mean, not uh, score. Uh, yeah, score. Like and, David was freaking out. So a part of me was wondering. I wonder what it must have been like for him to hear that La La Land won and then lost, only for him to lose it So <laughs> in that vicious way. So I was very confident it was going to him. It's the most confident I have ever been with any with doing this whole thing, like a movie's going to win Best Picture because of the precursors. So when it was announced, I'm putting my laptop away. I'm like, I'm ready to go. And then the shit fucking... Sh- sh- shit got real. Broke your heart. <laughs> and I'm like, got real, yeah. And I'm like standing there and I'm like... <laughs> No, it was Warren Beatty, right? Or who was it? It was Warren Beatty. Yeah, it Warren... was Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway, and we were. And I remember everyone was like blaming them, like, "Oh, Warren Beatty, you're old, you're drunk. What are you doing?" You know, <laughs> Faye no, Dunaway, you're old, you're drunk. What are you doing? All jokes aside, I thought it was. A, I thought it was a tie. That's the first thing that came to my head. Okay. I'm like, oh, maybe they both won, which Jenny They're hates not ties. Critics choice. Yeah, Critics Choice. Ooh. So stupid. Ooh. Critics Choice will have like a four way tie. I don't <laughs> under like. Yeah, I agree. Best is not a tie. It's just one. There should only always be one. Why? Like Lord of the Rings. Ties? Like Lord of the Rings. By the way, um, remember we joked last week about Joaquin being the first award? Like they never do that. Yeah. So it was exactly what I said. What? Um, they it, reached out to him. Uh-huh. They let him know he's going to win. And will you attend? And they kind of made an agreement for him to go and dip. So oh, so like, he left. That's why he didn't bring Rooney and brought his sister. He's like, I uh, want to go to bed early. Yeah, I don't want to be there. Because even Todd wasn't there when Hildor won score. She wasn't even. She he there. wasn't even there. So, okay. so like, is Joaquin Phoenix one of those guys that like, like he seems like he doesn't like really playing the game? Like yeah. the whole like, oh, I mean, asked, and, he, and he's and he's and he's been part of this season like before with like Gladiator and like you know like, I, don't, I don't think like, he's ever and stuff like that. I don't think he's ever had a chance to win. Well, with Walk right. the Line, I remember he was just as fucking awkward, too. Like, he's yeah. just like, I think he, he hates doing I, the, I looked the it up after the Globe speech. By the way, G, I'm glad we didn't make any any bets there. 
know. I, I would have lost more money. Damn it. We'll talk about that no, later. No, but yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that later. But no, like the whole Joaquin speech, I was like, I was worried when I first saw the speech at the Globes. I'm like, my God, I hope he doesn't lose the Oscar because of this. But um, I looked up, he does suffer from social anxiety. So I started looking up old speeches, like when he won for Walk the Line, because he won the Globe for Walk mm-hmm. the Line. And I showed Leo, similarly awkward. Yeah. He's just yeah. not, not. He did better at he did better at critics though. Nice. Did um did anyone like so when he won the Golden Globe like they they cut to like Reese Witherspoon once or twice and her face was just like oh it looked like she was like I forgot how awkward you are. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> she was like we've we've gone through this before. By the way, I, w- I was watching Gladiator yesterday. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad. Like I th- I think if he wins SAG today, I think he- it's safe to say he may pretty much win the Oscar. He should have won the Oscar for Gladiator. <laughs> Who do you go against? Benicio. He's, like, he beat he's, Benicio. He's really, he's good. really one of the best actors of his generation. Like yeah. he's really, he's, I mean, like from Gladiator to like her, the Joker. Like I, I'm and Walk the Line. I'm trying to, I'm kind of surprised he doesn't have one already. Yeah. And uh, I, I hope I, you know, even though I did bet on Adam Driver, I was not upset that he won. I, I was very happy for him. And then I, I you know, and people talk about how awkward his speech was, but I still got the gist of it, even though mm-hmm. it was awkward. Like, you still got the heart behind it. Like, and I kind of get that some people like him, like, are kind of awkward. So I didn't really expect anything other than that. Not from like him. the, so, uh, like, so you can tell. I'm glad you mentioned that, G, because Leo was here and obviously Jen was here and we were watching the Globes. At first, I thought he was drunk, but Same. I don't think he drinks. Same. He doesn't yeah. drink. So it was just a socially awkward thing. Then Renee came up. <laughs> I think Renee yeah, was she wasted. Was she was bombed. She, yeah, was, she was wasted. She was like, I'm just so Southern and happy to be here. When did she get... <laughs> she, she always had that Southern Yeah, I, I don't remember her being Southern I didn't ever know in my I life. Like, that <laughs> I was like, when that happened? <laughs> yeah, so I, I mean, I think she's the easiest. Her and Laura Dern are the easiest ones to predict. Those two races are over. So yeah, now we can get into... We can get into snubs. Uh, best actor. I have five. We each had five here. So I'll just run through my five real quick. This is, I couldn't find a fifth. So I just looked at the Joker nomination that didn't get in. Oh. was production design. So I had Joker in production design. Uh, I would probably remove Jojo Rabbit. Okay. On that. Jojo had a good day. Number four for me was Apollo 11. Not get. And, Are you and, just saying this because you didn't no, get anything it, in documentary? It literally won. It literally <laughs> is winning everything. Yeah, it's been winning yeah. everything. It's like, won't you be my neighbor last year? Yeah. I don't understand. It's, it's like the academy was like, oh, we didn't watch you. And if, if you're gonna ask me <laughs> who who do I remove? Anyone? Anyone? I, I don't <laughs> give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> like shit. I don't give a shit. I don't even know who's gonna win. I think it's probably the Obama documentary. Imagine that's about it. Imagine imagine Apollo still wins somehow and not even imagine. being nominated. <laughs> They're like, we had a write-in vote. Yeah. Some really angry person that really wanted it there was like, it should be Apollo. 11. It's a right. It's a, it's a write-in ballot thing. <laughs> so my neighbor- it'll be like the Natalie Portman thing, like. <laughs> you're all your male nominees. <laughs> yeah. Number three and two matchup. Um, it's from the same movie. Uh, so I removed Kathy Bates and Xiao Suzen from The Farewell, the grandmother from The Farewell. She definitely should have been in She's there. really good. She's yeah. really good. And then number two is, this broke my heart and I didn't predict. And I actually predicted her. I wouldn't know. I was like, fuck it. Let me just do it. Aquafina. Yes. <laughs> that hurt me yes. so much. And it I, did. I, I, she's having a really good year, though. I would have removed Cynthia Erivo because Same. Harriet, just from what I've read, is not good. Mm. And she may be she's good, good in it, apparently, yeah. But I just feel like The Farewell is everything. It's mm-hmm. a great movie. Everyone's great in it. So, And then my number one is Taron Egerton. If 
He went that one, how? That one, how how did you heart. not get a nomination? Let's Check no, this. that one broke that one broke my heart actually because I was like, man, in the in the same time like you have Rami Malik last year, right? And I get that the field this year was like more competitive, but I was like, ah, he should definitely be there. Like he yes. I don't know. Like I felt really bad. This is the first time in history that a Golden Globe loser in comedy makes it in and not the Golden Globe winner. Leo's in and not Taron Egerton. That's insane. That's crazy. It's insane. That's insane. I mean, and Leo he would, is Leo. So you would take out Leo? No, I just said I would take out. Oh, Uh-oh, if I had to take now, out. So, now, now the divorce is happening. So this Wait, would you, <laughs> would you take out the two popes? Dude. No, no. Jonathan Price is so good in the two popes. So I I don't want to remove him, but I'll remove Antonio Banderas. Yes. Right. Aww, poor Antonio. Oh, you know what I want? To, you know what I want to ask you like before I forget? Because, you know, a lot of people really wanted Adam Sandler to get in there, right? There was some hope. A oh, bit I that he wish. Would. I wish. Like, would you would have? Would you take out like someone like Antonio Barris to like put Adam yeah, Sandler in, yeah, or would yeah. you like? Oh yeah. Okay. And Tony, I mean Tony Benares. Adam Adam Sandler's performance is my second favorite of the year outside of he was, Joaquin. He, he was is really good. In it. So good in it. Shocked, like shocked me good. <laughs> like he'll never be this good again. I just want to point that ever. out. Probably again. not. Never. Well, ever well now he's even nominated. He's gonna, he's gonna make like grown ups three and shit. But... Like that's what's gonna happen. So but, I blame you, the Academy. Let's be honest. Bro, bro, bro. <laughs> but I don't think it's fair to say it. that he'll never be as good again. Has he ever I been think. this good? No, but hold on. Well, but strong, he needs, uh, it's the projects he ch- he's choosing. So if he works again with these with the Safety, Safety brothers, brothers, or he works again with people of true. that same caliber and the writing that give him that. But like if he's working with people that are making click or like all these other movies, <laughs> then like, you know, or like murder mystery. You just upset Ryan. Ryan got really <laughs> funny. Fun fact. But so, it's true. Like he I, sticks with a niche because he wants to make money. And well, he knows yeah, that's, that's the that's thing his too, thing. is that like but, I, I, other big directors see him in this, like other directors that may not have wanted to work with him. Right. They, they might be like, oh, hey, and they like, hey, like point. you yeah, actually connect. And I, I do like so, him in Spanglish. Like, Spanglish yeah, like is more Spanglish serious too. than anything. Spanglish isn't a bad movie. It's fine. But, like, you know, it's not that he can't do it. It's just that who you choose and let's, let's be honest. You know, he does, he, does what, he does what makes him money. Like, I, it's not, like... Him or his crew, him and his boys. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we talk a lot of shit about the Netflix stuff, but he's making a ton of money doing it. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they're some of, like, the most watched movies they have on Netflix. Like, they've released all that data for the was, stuff that he's done for them. So it's not like... I mean, people like seeing him a certain way. I don't like that. I I must prefer him going outside of the box, but I get why he doesn't. All the I was looking at uh, this morning <laughs> a Adam Sandler. They ranked all his movies. Oh God! And according to the Bible of Rotten Tomatoes, he only has two fresh movies. Yeah. Is, uh, and, gems and what? <laughs> uh, Wendy Singer. Oh, oh wow. Punch Drunk Love is it? Oh, Punch and Punch Drunk Love. So he has three. Oh, I'm sorry. I did love his Oscar morning tweet though. To like to uh to, to Kathy, Kathy Bates. Bates that was Kathy good. Bates, yeah, I, I thought, thought that was, was that was adorable. I thought that was cute. But if you guys get a chance, he won Best Actor at uh, N- uh NBR. His speech is online. Check it out. It's okay. really really solid. Uh, yeah. Any other any other uh, snubs, Leo? Yes, yeah, so it's funny. Like uh, your when 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 G asked, would you take Antonio Banderas out? Yeah. So I was when I was doing my five snubs, uh, I was having a hard time with my fifth as well. But through all the murmurs and all the chatter, like I would have taken out Antonio Banderas and put in Adam Sandler. Um for uh for Oh, in- so you would put Sandler over Taron? Yeah. Okay, cool. No, no, no. Oh, so that's actually my number one. But oh, like, okay, if okay. if Sandler would have gotten in. Gotcha, okay. Um for best international picture, uh the farewell was snubbed, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't What's think, up with that? I don't yeah. think I don't think it qualified for Oscar. 
with based on their it, parameters? They speak English. They speak. I, I think, oh, you're right. I think you're it's right. a time right. frame that they speak English in the movie because I think it's oh. like I think it's like 15 minutes of English. Okay, so it doesn't. I don't think it qualified. Okay. That that, so that, that, that it would have been in if it wasn't. Yeah, because I'm like, if it, like, how could you not be? So it could you have were, qualified for best picture potentially. Yeah. but not not for international. Because yeah, which is now that's a new category. Yeah, international. I didn't know they, they, yeah. They, yeah, they renamed it. I actually have Lupita Nyong'o as a snub. Yeah, that's tough. And I would have taken. I did. I did too. I did too. I would have taken out. Yeah, I, it could have gone either way. I think with her. Yeah, I think she was. It was either her or Cynthia as the five. Yeah. Before. And Let, let's not take it away. It is one of the best performances of last year. I thought she was great in it. She, uh, she, she, yeah. she did. She, she, she did in. two roles at once. Yeah. Like that's. And However, kind of, yeah. <laughs> uh, thinking about the Cynthia, when I go on Twitter uh, that like afternoon because I had to work in the morning, so I didn't really see all that stuff early. But one of the first tweets I saw about Harriet was from this black girl on Twitter, and she was like, "Don't think it's lost on us that the only minority, like one of the only minorities, you uh, nominated, you nominated her for playing the slave." slave. And then yeah. like everyone kind of like took off from there and started like poking fun at that. Jeez. And I was like, "I was like, it sucks. Like, like even the person that gets nominated can't just be yeah, happy. I've seen like, that can't a lot be happy for their nomination. Oh. And like, and I, I, I understand where that narrative comes from because you know that is a kind of a stereotype that is like." They make fun of it in Bowfinger too. Like when Eddie Murphy is like, you know, I've never won an Oscar. Like maybe I'll win an Oscar if I play with them slave roles and get my ass whipped. Like there's like a, there's a joke there. I get it, but it just kind of takes away from her moment. Like she wakes up in the morning and hears that, and then has to deal with like, oh, but you're like the only one, yeah, and you play yeah. the slave. <laughs> no, but my number one yeah. snub is same as you, David. Taron Egerton should have yeah. been, yeah. And, and it's actually the out. first time ever. Female lead actress and female and and male lead actor don't get nominated after winning the Globe. Oh shoot! Right, I think it's the whole condensed year that a lot of this right. stuff happens. Jen, do you have any? By the way, uh, Cynthia Rimbo could be like a EGOT winner too if she wins. Yeah, yeah she wins song. Yeah. One of her. Yeah, if she wins song, if she might win song. I don't know. Or it might be the Elton John song, probably. But I think he set himself up with his speech at the Globe because him and him and uh oh my God, what the hell's his name? Uh, uh, his name, the, his writer's name, the Bernie, Bernie, Bernie Tilpin. Him and Bernie have never have never won awards together. So, but Jen, go ahead. Uh, I had pretty much the same. I had Aquafina. I had Taryn. I had Adam Sandler for Uncut Gems. Cool. Um. Um. But I think it, it's tough. This it's tough. To actor, would you have taken out the same people? I don't actually think, and this is this might be whatever. I don't actually think ScarJo should have had a double nomination. She was better in. But the supporting, one. yes. I was so happy I actually, with that like, one. I really liked her. In, I mean, I it's not that I didn't like her in Marriage Story, but I really liked her in Jojo Rabbit. And then, you know, that ending. But, you know. Shh. So. That's not spoiler. Is she, how, many, how many people have been double nominated before? Like, she's like she one is, of the few, She's right? the first, I think, in like, I, I have the fa- I have the note here somewhere. I think she's the first in like 20 years. Damn. Then, yeah. like, didn't, did, did Jamie Foxx have that too when he did Ray and Collateral? Uh, I, I think so. But female, it's been a long. It's been time. a while. Yeah. yeah. Okay. As always. And that's it for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. All right, uh, Rye. Do you have any? Uh, my five snubs are Sandler, <coughs> Nero, Eyes Out, Star Wars, and Star Star Wars and what? And what, what for like best picture? <laughs> like I think, because I think for. Culturally, it would have gotten at least a nom if it wasn't for especially Joker. 
I think it was end of the Skywalker saga. End of uh, I think the, I don't think it had a shot there. Endgame was the shot for for Disney for best picture. Disney, yeah. yeah. Um, and I know who you have, G. By the way, <laughs> before you get into it, yeah. before you get into Gosh, yes. before you get into that one, Can I, we predi- not make fun of me, I predicted her. I predicted her, but I put two days before. I was like. Who do you think will be snubbed? And I fucking picked her and still left her in my final picks. I feel so stupid for leaving her in. How much money did you lose, G? $150. Oh, that's not that bad, actually. I'm thinking no, you... it is bad. No, oh, but I'm... Money is bad. Well, yeah, yeah but I'm Especially thinking you bet like $1,000 or something. No, 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 I'm not that stupid. That. And I was like, that's a lot of money, though. I was just <laughs> like, uh, well, you know what? I take my lumps. It was fine. Like, whatever. It's... I liked her in it a lot. I, you know, I know you guys didn't like her as much as I did. But, like, what I didn't like is that on Twitter, like, everyone was like, oh, like, her fans kind of, like, gave her that groundswell. And I was like, I, I feel like that groundswell for her started with critics at, at the Toronto Film Festival. I don't think she created that herself. Like, I don't think when she did Hustlers that she thought that she could get nominated for something. I think that all started at that film festival. Yeah. And all those critics saying that. And then it carried on from there. And she carried that momentum from those critics and got nominated for almost everything except for this. So, like, I don't think she did that herself. And I don't think her fans kind of built that up for her. I think, like, I think critics built that up for her in the beginning when the the movie came out. But the J-Lo stands were not. No, no, they're bad. Oh, oh, so here here in Los Angeles, by the way, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, there was, like, a big campaign for, like, justice for J-Lo in the Latino community when she didn't get nominated. (laughs) And it was, like, a serious thing. Like, they were basically talking about, like, other uh, Hispanic people that haven't been awarded or nominated for awards. But they used her as the face of it because, you know, like, oh, like, she was, like, the front runner and blah, blah, blah. But, like, there's also people that don't really know what they're talking about. Yeah. And, like, using her as, like, the face of that. You know, like, there, you know, I, I, if you thought I was upset, like, have you, I don't know if you read any of the stuff that Variety posted, but Variety... I don't know if, like, someone, like, has slept with her or if they just love her so much. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the writers at Variety were pissed. Like, they were just so mad that she didn't get nominated. They were mad that the movie didn't get more acknowledgement. Like, they really loved the movie. And, like, they were just like, oh, this is, like, the like, Academy wants to be pro- progressive. And, like, See, like and I- then they, one of them actually said, the writers said, if Pusters have been nom- uh, directed by Martin Scorsese, same, like, same plot, same women, all of that, then they probably not. Oh not my god! That's what they were saying. Wow. No, because I don't even think Lorena should have been gotten in for director. Like she's won her and Mariel Mario um, Heller. Heller. <laughs> I would never have put in the best director. She did race not for like the Oscars. She did not like the Mister Rogers. I movie. did not like the movie very much, <laughs> and I. It's not to say that she didn't do a good enough job with it, but I wouldn't have put them two. So that's why, like, I feel like. I haven't even seen The Farewell, but from what I have seen, and I do have to watch it, I feel like Lulu Wang, even watching that director's roundtable, sounds like she knows she's more still she's talking knows about. By the way, speaking of Lulu Wang, she didn't specify this, but they started talking about Marvel, because Marty was there. Yeah. She was approached. 
to direct one, but nice. she did not say what it was. Wait, so. was was it the Asian one? The, I don't know. Yeah, was I was gonna say <laughs> my, my odds are odds are odds are that sounds so bad. It's Shang Chi. It's gotta be Shang Chi. But she was it that one? I don't think I don't know. She took it. She didn't mention anything. She just said I was approached. She's like I don't know if I can say anything. But that's just that's like so Marvel though, approaching someone like right on the cusp of freaking becoming like a powerhouse. And I mean. Taika, I mean, Taika had what we do in the shadows, but Taika blew yeah. up because he and had I mean, Thor. Absolutely. Hustlers wasn't a bad movie, but I don't think it was anything where it was like yeah. over extraordinary. Well, yeah. I, and I, by I, the way, when, you, when all those quotes come out from the Academy, like after, like all those anonymous quotes like after the nominations come out, like I don't it. think they, yeah. the Academy didn't like it. They yeah. were like, you know, they, they thought it was good enough. But and like, I felt it's like all that hype came out, but I watched it so much later than when it came out and so, after Toronto. And I was just like, Oh, okay. Like I. Just why do you like... think? Why do you think critics responded to it so well? That like that made it like because J Lo was actually good in J-Lo's something. J ass. Yeah. Oh, is that was that because she was good in something? It's just, <laughs> she's been, the she's movie. Been good the movie is for someone that doesn't like yeah. J Lo. The movie is fine. It's not bad. It's not a bad movie whatsoever. No, she was good she was as good Ramona. Yeah, she was but, good. But J Lo also has a niche that she plays into to make that money. Fair. Because she knows what her her romantic comedies, her Made mm-hmm. in Manhattan's, like those are all movies that like she does well in, and people will watch. I mean, even that last one, I went to go see it, and it wasn't really good. The one with Vanessa Hudgens and Leah oh, Remini, act. yeah, like it, act, yeah. it was not very good. And I still went because I want I like J Lo movies. Like they're just fun. They're lighthearted. I know exactly what I'm getting from a J Lo movie. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. Be honest. yeah. I think I think the thing that happened with Jennifer Lopez, and I've mentioned this before. I always mentioned out of sight i know that david i don't think you've seen yeah it. that's i haven't seen that I, I i think that like i think what happened too is that like hustlers is the best she has been in something since then like she i mean i i've always thought that she's been okay in like romantic comedies like she's fine but i feel like she gave a little bit more to this like i think like i think if you give her something that she can like really like bite into she can be really good and i yeah. i think that she like jen said she has carbon niche out for herself and yeah. she's probably fallen. She's fallen into that niche, and like that's what makes her money. And then doing and something like hustlers, I guess, like yeah, like yeah doing yeah. something like hustlers reminds people, like, like, no, oh, yeah, she can act. We forgot. Oh, <laughs> like, I so think it's, that's it's, what it, it's yeah. funny. This is kind of like exactly like the Adam Sandler thing. Yeah, like you're so used to him being in like these, like, oh wow, yeah, it's just enjoyable, but it's not like good. But then you see them in something good, and you're like, oh, I forgot they actually maybe are her, talented. Maybe them since they didn't get nominated, they can make a comedy together, together now. No, no, no. It's going to be a romantic comedy where J-Lo falls for Adam Sandler. But it's, it's okay. We still, Basically. We, we, still, we still got that J-Lo and Shakira concert in February. It's cool. <laughs> we do. It may be more important. Something more important that day, too. Hopefully. All right. Hopefully. All right. So moving it's on. Gonna, it's going to be a good show, man. Yeah. No, I think it'll, I think those two together are fantastic. Shakira and, yeah. and J-Lo. I'm it, not a big fan it, of the halftime it, show. Interesting choice of words. Those two together. Fantastic. <laughs> but we're not there yet. We're not there just yet. I just want to run through some. You know, the come... only problem I have is that she's probably going to bring out Pitbull. We don't need Pitbull. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> but they're in Miami. Everyone needs so Pitbull. No, we don't. Like, I mean, like, no, give don't. us Ja Rule. If you're going to give us somebody from your past, give us Ja Rule. He, he, all right. I got to per. Ja Rule. Like, Everyone needs Pitbull. Mr. 305. Pitbull is the Latino DJ Khaled. We don't need him. Yeah, but isn't he like anywhere. a big Miami person though? Absolutely. Yeah, he's from Miami. Yeah. Yeah, so he's, like, he's coming out. He's coming out, guys. Yeah, he's coming out. So moving on, I have a, a few before we get, to, we get to we get to before we get to <laughs> our fantastic <laughs> finale. 
Um, I have a few facts from all the nominations. So Joker leads the nominations with 11. This is the most nominees ever for a comic book film, breaking the record set by The Dark Knight. Eight. Should have been 10, but whatever. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I digress. Uh, 1917, Irish in a Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, all scored 10 nominations. And like I mentioned before, it's the first time that four films have been nominated for more. Joker becomes the sixth best, best picture nominee to have gross over $1 billion, following Titanic, Lord of the Rings, Avatar, Toy Story 3, and Black Panther. And it's also the sixth highest grossing best picture nominee of all time. Wow. Joker is also the second comic book film ever nominated for best picture. Should have been the third, following Black Panther uh, last year. And this is something that I've been keeping track on because it's such a dope fact if it does happen. But the first part is complete. Joaquin becomes only the second actor to be nominated for playing the same role. Okay. Um, Heath Ledger Ledger with The Dark Knight. And then he would be the second pair of actors to win for the same role. Uh, Marlon Brando and Robert De Niro for Vito Corleone. This 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 is to break your heart, Leo, and Ryan's heart. Avengers Endgame Missing Best Picture nominee is the first time since 1993 Jurassic Park that a newly crowned highest grossing film of all time worldwide was not nominated for Best Picture. It doesn't break my heart because it's not a movie. No, it's, it's a cinematic experience. It's not cinema. It's not cinema, Leo. It's not cinema. <laughs> <laughs> um, this, is, uh, this I didn't know. Parasite became the first Korean film ever nominated by an Academy in any category. Wow. What? Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. So I, I mean, it's not crazy in the sense that like Oscar's so white. I mean, not even foreign <laughs> film. <laughs> oh, not, but you know, still. I love what Jenny did not even listen. I said any category, oh, not even fine. foreign film. Like even but even still. even even best international or best foreign film. It's even there. <laughs> it's still it's, it's still, still awesome. it's still not. Uh, Bong Joon Ho becomes the fourth Asian American to be nominated. Actually, just first Asian. Uh, fourth Asian nominee for Best Director, following I'm I'm not even gonna try, <laughs> not even gonna try. Go ahead, try it. All right, Ang Lee, Ang Lee, okay. Oh. Akira, Ang Lee. Uh, I went for the easiest. Oh. <laughs> Akira Kurosawa, and oh man, here we go. Hiroshi Tishigahara. Yeah. Okay. Not it's bad. It's probably you Japanese. Right. That was, so I think that was I, I tried. I tried. I would have just stopped. I would be like, Ang Lee, and then you got to look up the rest. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would have said. While no Korean films have ever been nominated for any Academy Award prior to Parasite, three filmmakers of Korean descent were nominated for Academy Awards. Christine Choi, Chinese director of Korean descent, was nominated for Best Documentary Feature, Who Killed Vincent Kane, Si Jong Park, and... Min Koi Lee were each nominated for animated short in 2004 and 2012. So that's that. Very good. Parasite is the 12th foreign language film to be nominated for Best, best Picture. Oh, wow. Only 12th? Only 12th. Only 12th. Uh, Parasite sold as a sixth foreign language film nominated for Best Picture in addition to Best International Feature, which doesn't make sense. I thought they would Interesting. Cor- correlate. Um, Roma was the last nominated for... Yes. Which I don't like very much. And then Netflix breaks the record for its its own record from last year and it's the high the most nominated studio with twenty four. <laughs> the Academy keeps inviting them to the party. But they're, they're not like, gonna nope, give them anything. Still win. <laughs> in all honesty, we're gonna tease you. We're gonna dangle this carrot in front of your face. <laughs> in all honesty, I think it only wins one. I think Laura Dern, Laura Dern. that's it. Laura Dern. 
Yeah. You didn't really think she was that great in it, right? Or did no, you, like, I don't think she was that great in it at all. I think she was, I don't think she was great at all. Yeah. Oh, I thought she was good. I, I think she. No. I thought she was really good. The only reason I thought she was really good is because uh, in our in my life, our, this girl Heather Schaefer, her mom is the same kind of lawyer, and uh, we all like other people that watch that. Like we all text each other. They're like, "Man, Laura Dern is just like." Heather Shader doesn't listen to this, just like her bitch ass mom. <laughs> 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 like, 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 I was like, I know, I know. Like, like, she's like, her mom would be like super nice, like with us. But when it came to like her work and her clients, like she was a shark, like a yeah. total shark. And I thought Laura Dern actually like captured that really well. Yeah. I think she did a terrific I mean, job. it's not really like a, it probably wasn't a hard role for her to play. It's not her but, best performance, and, but she deserves an Oscar. And she, I feel like she was very way, equal to like Ray Liotta. Because I feel like Laura Dern, like, I, in my in my eyes, it was like Laura Dern was in Jurassic Park, and then in my eyes, she like disappeared for years. Yeah, <laughs> and then I was like, oh, there you are again. I like I never really like paid attention to her stuff until like she kind of came back like Big Little Lies and like in the last like few years. Well, she was nominated for the Oscar like four years ago for Wild that Reese Witherspoon. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and you were she saying was. Jen that was a better book I think than movie though. I Wild. It was fine. It was a better book. Yeah. I'll tell you. Um, ScarJo, going back to the ScarJo stat, she is only the 12th person in history with two acting nominations in the same year. Wow. The last occur was who I consider the greatest actress in Hollywood, Kate Blanchett, in 2007. I think Kate Blanchett is. I think we can so all good. agree with that. Not <laughs> Jenny. Jenny is not a Kate Blanchett fan. You know, like Kate, Bl- Kate Blanchett no. can play like fucking Catherine Hepburn and then like play like. I just don't want her I just don't want her playing Lucille Ball well, She's gonna but win she's, an Oscar for it I know and she's good at everything when She's no. never when bad last, she's like, already played When's the last time you've been like That was a poor Kate Blanchett <laughs> 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 When has that ever happened I don't think those words have ever been uttered <laughs> I don't think she is now. She's been in some crap. I'll, I'll say that she's been in some bad yeah, movies. You go but like, she's always that? the best thing about whatever bad movie she is. And then, um, just to finish up on these, with nine nominations, Martin Scorsese edges out Billy Wilder to become the second most nominated director in the history of the Academy Awards. William William Wilder still holds the re- the record with twelve. I don't think Marty's going to get to twelve. Who holds the um? Do you know who holds the record for most losses? Uh yeah, Glenn Close. <laughs> but in, in director. <laughs> Oh. I oh, I don't know. Like I, don't know. I, I have to look that up. I actually, don't know. Like the, the, the Marty... I swear that I swear that Glenn Close probably had her speech out and ready. She thought she was going to win. <laughs> she <laughs> wore gold. She won everything. She, wore... she was about to get up before they even said anyone's name. That's how confident she was. She, you know what the problem was with Glenn? Like everyone picked her. She lost BAFTA, and the favor was just a more popular movie. I, I still haven't seen that Glenn Close movie. It's like I, no one knew that movie, so I know it I mean, still sucks. I that know she, she, lost. Went she went home and she boiled a bunch of bunny rabbits. I'm just saying. She she embodied her Cruella Deville-ness. She, she she went cru- full on Cruella or full on Fatal Attraction, like when she got home. <laughs> and then Scorsese has now directed nine movies nominated for Best Picture. He ties John Ford for directing the third most. Only Steven Spielberg and William Waller have directed more Best Picture nominees. Spielberg has 11, Waller has 13. Um, with his appearance in The Irishman and Joker, Robert De Niro becomes the, a- the actor to officially appear in the most Best Picture nominees with 11. So that's pretty dope. He- let's wake Jen up. Leonardo DiCaprio now ties... <laughs> <laughs> now ties... Now ties Tom Hanks for the third most appearances in Best Picture nominees with nine each. 
Are you awake? And not one of those was the beach, by the way. Oh, no. Leo. Or the man. Or the man. The man in the iron mask. Emma. Never oh, yeah. Emma Tillinger Koskoff and David Hyman are the sixth and seventh people to be nominated for Best Picture in the same year uh, for producing two movies. So Emma produced Joker and Irishman. What a oh. two. What a two pair. Did, and you might only get two awards out of those. 21 I nominations. <laughs> I know, that's crazy. You get you get all those nominations and make walk home with like one or two. <laughs> yeah, so that's pretty much all I have in terms of facts. Oh, outside of that, The Lion King becomes the third animated film to be nominated for Best Visual Effects. And if it wins, and I think it may win, oh. it's so gross. It's so gross. I think, honestly, if... I'm... I mean, the visual effects are... Good. Good. Yeah, it's not, it's not that it, it wasn't terrible. It's not the fault of, like, that's... It looked good. Yeah, that's excellent. By the way, didn't they, didn't they nominate John Williams for score again? Yes. So he yes. is now the most nominated. He broke composer. his own record. He broke his own record. Yeah. I swear, just because I mean, if he just does anything, they'll be like, okay. Well, he does anything. I do like the score to, to Rise of Skywalker. Don't get me wrong, but it's not his best. Like I think he got it because he's John Williams and Scott and and I picked him in. I went five for five in score because Star Wars, no matter if it's good or bad always gets an Academy Award nomination. <laughs> it's It never fails. Even Solo got an award, Academy Award nomination. Wow, that's saying a lot. So it, everything for Star Wars gets an Academy Award nomination. And the last fact I have, which is pretty awesome, in terms of gaps between their previous nomination, Kathy Bates, 17 years. Tom Hanks, 19 years. Anthony Hopkins, 21 years. Al Pacino, 27 years. And then Joe Pesci, 29 years. Sam Mendes, 20 years. Wow. And Sam Mendes won Best Director for his first movie, American Beauty. And and he may win Director 20 years later for 1917. Which, by the way, this is like why I shouldn't take last names as something. Chen and I were walking to the gym this morning, and I'm like, I always thought he was Latino. When he won the director, Mendez. and I'm like, I was like, that's how you pronounce it with the Z, Mendez. And then I'm like, when he won director, I'm like, oh, wait, I think I'm wrong. Kate Winslet for a while? He was married to her. Yeah, they have to be. So yeah. was Kate cheating on him with Leo? No. Kate no, has never just cheated. Friends. Like, Are you sure? Both. Kate's yeah. If they both, if they both, they both. What about Ned? Ned, uh, Ned R&B, Rock and Roll. Ned no. R&B. No, they were already divorced by then, I think. Ah, okay. Before Who's she, she with got... now? Ned Rock and Roll. Oh, they're still together. I think Is so. his last name really Rock and Roll? It is. <laughs> He's Sir Richard Branson. And Leo is with Nephew. a 22-year-old girl. Good. That's awesome. Her mother, his girlfriend's mother, is actually dating Al Pacino. Fun fact. What? Yeah, what? dude. I just what? found that out Google during the Golden it. Globes. I was like uh, mind blown. I would love to go to that dinner party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is why I also think I think that's a big reason why Al Pacino is in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for that cameo because they, they Leo are, brought they him in. Brought him in. It was a good cameo. Yeah, not much, but it, it's good to see Al doing good stuff. Oh, I'm also excited for Brad Pitt because I think. He's oh yeah, win. he's gonna win too. That's another gimme. And yeah. he, and I'm like, I, he's, he's having a good like, season. He, he's deserving of it too. I think he was. Like it, a lot of people don't acknowledge like understated work like that because he's not. It's not really like a showy performance, but it's really good. So I'm really happy that he's. Yeah, most I'll, I'll, I'm win. with you on that. I'm kind of for. I feel like there's going to be a Jennifer Aniston Brad Pitt reunion. 
No, they they they've they been hanging they've been hanging out. They're just not getting back together. Yeah. Jim. During the just, during give the up on, give up give up on that dream. <laughs> during the during the globes, they, had, they, they kept like focusing dream, on Jenna Aniston. It's too. never yeah, it's never won. gonna happen. There's so many people that were like, well, now that he's single and she's single, come on. She had that <laughs> like, twinkle. No, it's not gonna happen. Although he did cheat you know, on her. You know, so there's I mean... too many. There's too much pain there. She's like, she probably like looks at him now like we're friends, but then like if she looks at him too hard, she's like, yo, but you cheated on me. All right. So let's get let's get on with this fantastic. We have to. Can we not please talk more? About can we just talk about Jennifer Aniston? And this is where I leave. (laughs) Let's just talk about Brad Pitt, Jennifer Aniston, and all those love triangles and And all the girls that he's had. Jen is stepping out. She doesn't want to talk about this. Uh, I don't so, want to talk about this either. Can I step away hated, too? Did she hated that much? <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised she stayed with me because it was after a few months that we started dating. Um, I'm stepping, I'm stepping away as well. Have no, Leo, drink. you sit there and drink your beer. Um, <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> You're so, drinking beer already? So yes, wait, sir. It's, it's later there. Never mind. <laughs> God, it's like 1230. <laughs> so we look, at, we look at this movie as the worst comic book film of all time and i feel look at like that it is (laughs) (laughs) like like even even in the world of like electra and green lantern and yeah Yeah, this is pretty this is pretty bad in the league of extraordinary gentlemen to pay respect to the movie yeah i I would watch all those instead of this this. (laughs) to pay respect to the movie i did do notes in terms of production and all that stuff i did want to chime in on that stuff so fan four stick is the third theatrical Fantastic Four film uh, to be produced and distributed by 20th Century Fox, and they're all terrible. And the first one is terrible. <laughs> the terrible. first one's not bad. It's not like horrible. I mean, like in not in ter- the world yeah, of like, what we show. have now, we appreciate that one. for sure. I yeah. the album. So di- <laughs> the movie's directed by Josh Trank, who got the got the the job from his directorial debut in Chronicle. Chronicle, yeah, which, which was actually, actually really, really good. good. So it's you really kind of thought there was yeah. that this may not be as terrible. And the cast, despite you don't like Miles Teller, I, yeah, this no, is I, a, I don't like Miles Teller. I think I I have the appropriate feeling towards Miles Teller that most people have towards Miles Teller. Gotcha. He looks like an asshole. You maybe he is an asshole. Yeah, like, so yeah, he used to hang, he used to hang out in Hermosa Beach a lot before he got like the, around the time he was on like Project X, and he was nice, but everyone that like initially approached him. Thought he looked like a douchebag. Uh-huh. I think he just has douche face. Is, is his problem? Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> douche face. They, <laughs> they, douche face. I'm so happy you turned on La La Land for this. <laughs> <laughs> so happy. Wait, did he turn it down? He turned it down. I think he said that he had another movie that he was because La La Land was filmed in 2015, 2016, and he had another movie that he was making. And I think this. He's was like, it. I'm, I'm so... making this big studio <laughs> film. I'm sorry. I can't. <laughs> I can't handle your little project film. That's not going anywhere. Uh, even though I loved working with you the first time, you made me like a really good actor, but no. I'm yeah. Sorry. So, cast wise, project no. Cast wise, it's that. Like Miles Teller, Michael B. Jordan, Kate Mara, Jamie Bell. Tony, I don't know who Tony Cabell is. I guess that's. That's Doom. That's. Oh, no, it's not Doom. Yeah. The Bond Doom. Uh, did we forget about did we forget about Kate Martin? I said her. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So August 2009, 20th century announced. So this project had been in work since 20, 2009, the reboot. So when something takes this long, it's not always a good not thing. A good so a good he was hired. Josh Trank was hired in 2012 to direct the movie. And Trank, uh, while Trank was being considered as director, X-Men First Class writers Zach Stentz and Ashley Edward Miller were assigned to work on the script. After Trank officially signed on, he decided to write his own script instead. Already, fantastic idea, good idea. Do it, go. Yes. Um, According to 20th Century Fox, uh, Mark Miller, wait, Fox consultant for their Marvel Comics-based film, Mark Miller, 
the film would take place in the same universe as the X-Men film series. And I know how much you love the Fox X-Men, Leo. They, they do all exist in the same universe. Uh, in January 2014, Simon Kinberg finished rewriting the script. So pretty much at this point, we are at... Oh, the, the Dark Phoenix guy did this? Yes. <laughs> that explains oh, so much. <laughs> oh, poor guy, man. <laughs> and then um, in terms of Reed Richards, Miles Teller, Kit Harrington, Richard Madden, and Jake O'Connor were all tested for the roles of Reed. Anyone else you would have preferred? I mean, I don't think it would have changed well, anything. It, it, for what, for what they were trying to do. Because, yeah, they were, they were trying to go young Reed Richards. So, so. it was fine the way. It, like, There's no saving this movie. So <laughs> wait, wait till you hear who was supposed to be Sue. Uh, so sure, <laughs> Oh, God. I'm so glad she got away from this movie. Margot Robbie. Oh, thank God. Oh, They've wow. escaped. They both tested before Kate Mara. Tested oh. for the role. Can you imagine a Sosha Ronin Sue Storm? They escaped. <laughs> Just be happy Margo they escaped. Well, Margot Robbie would have been better to look at. <laughs> Don't you talk about Sosha Ronin like that. Don't you dare disrespect Sosha Ronin. I'm just, I'm just glad they both. Re- no, so sure Ronan's good. Like, but they, you know what? If she would have taken that role, which she probably wouldn't be on the road that she's on now. So. Exactly. And then with Michael Mark B. Jordan, Stark. it seemed like he was the choice for Johnny from this, from the get. Well, he had worked. He, he was in Chronicle. He was so in Chronicle. That yeah, probably helps. Yeah. And then, but were they always going to go black? Though, do you think? <laughs> I think they were, and that's probably one of my biggest gripes with this movie. But yes. Oh, really? I, it feels like they were. They're trying to make this into a plot point for no reason. And then in terms of Doctor Doctor Doom Bond Doom, um, Jamie Bell had been cast as Ben Grimm, Sam Riley, Eddie Redmayne, and Dom Domin Hall Gleason. Wait, Dom Hall Gleason was was in the running. They for both. This? They was in the running for Doctor and Doom. Eddie Redmayne. Yeah. Yo, this movie. <laughs> this movie was like trying to go after all the Oscar winners. Man, Eddie Redmayne, so glad he turned that down because uh, he was in Jupiter Ascending. Like yeah. I think before that, <laughs> yeah, Dumbledore, he just Dumbledore he just found his franchise, and then the other one that that auditioned for the role of Doom was Mads Mikkelsen. Oh, wow, I mean, people wanted to do this. I mean, it's not oh, like no yeah, one wanted to do this. Fair. No, there was a lot of yeah, yeah. So and then as as expected, the casting of a black actor as the new Johnny Storm spawned a lot of controversy, and people did what? not like it. Uh, Josh Trank justified his decision by saying the following. Um, he cast Johnny Storm was to bring iconic comic book teams in line with real world demographics. Leo, or or the studio was like, just pick a black guy. So, so, so <laughs> I think actually it's funny. G, it's funny you mentioned that. So, like, I love Michael B. Jordan's casting as far as like the way he portrayed the character, cocky, hot headed. Like, he definitely fit the Johnny Storm the motif. Yeah, absolutely. But I think G's right. It felt more like a. Hey, we're just gonna try to add this element of race into this movie for no good reason whatsoever. I, yeah, yeah, I agree. I feel like I feel like studio heads sit in the office and they're like, "Yo, we need that urban demographic." <laughs> yeah, Yo, yeah. I, I feel like they, Why that I feel like they do that, the and like it sounds like cheesy and weird, but I think they sit there and like, "Yo, like." Yeah. Any black people go see it. <laughs> so and, I, like, hey. and I think this is you guys already know this fact, but for anyone that doesn't, John uh, Michael B. Jordan, the second Johnny to be in a Fantastic Four movie and do much better work in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> oh, kill Yay, Chris Evans. <laughs> you think they have like, you know, during, oh, well, they never were, he was never an Avenger. They never, uh, 
Yeah, I would have been. I would have loved to see that lunch with them together. Be like, oh, so how was your you time? Escaped, you escaped, Johnny. <laughs> like you guys. I had it. to do it twice. Chris <laughs> <laughs> Evans was a good Johnny Storm. Yeah, he was. He was too. a really good Johnny Storm. It's before he, he got on the juice. I would bring him back. He can't, yeah, he would, Ryan. He can't. He can't come back. I'm saying. Well, now it's in the same universe. Now he can't. He can't come back. More than ever. No, par- I'm saying in the alternate universe, if he didn't do Captain America and all that, I would have still have done it. <laughs> yeah, in the parallel universe. Um, On Earth I, 6. This is, also, <laughs> exactly. this is also released a little bit after the movie was uh, was released to like the, all the bad reviews. Uh, several reports have reported that there was multiple disagreements between 20th Century Fox and Trank during production of the film. After being unsatisfied with Trank's original cut, Fox ordered their own changes to the film without Trank's supervision, changing and omitting certain major plot points from Trank uh, Trank's version. Many other sources claim that there was cr- erratic behavior from Trank on the set of the film, which resulted in Fox's negative treatment of him. Yeah. So that's I've I've heard that. Oh, wow. I don't think he's he, made a movie since. No, he hasn't. He also hated Kate Mara. <laughs> he did not like her. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he like apparently he made her life a little. He didn't want to cast her apparently, and he was very rude to her. She's addressed this once briefly, kind of like she talked around it, but like he was not the nicest person to her. So, I don't know. I don't know how you can have that much like bravado and like arrogance when you've only done like two, like one movie before that. Wait, the, the, the Mara family owns the Steelers and the Giants. So Joaquin yes. Phoenix may be owner. So, wait, so, so the... maybe he was just like, like an Eagles fan maybe, or something. Or maybe, maybe he's a Browns fan. <laughs> yeah. He was like, that's, that's, that's the basis for his hatred here is just a football fandom, maybe. I just, I just imagine him like being super nice to the rest of them, like giving them proper direction. <laughs> and she's like, well, what do you want me to do in this scene? He's like, oh, do whatever you want. <laughs> I, I know, I know, I know. Put on headphones and listen to music. <laughs> yeah. Stop it, I Leo. I don't, I don't want to talk to you. This, made, this to made me you. kind of feel bad for Trank. After Stan Lee's passing three years later, Trank lamented that he had let Stan Lee down. Even no. though, <laughs> even Ooh. though after the film was released, he did receive a personal letter from Stanley asking if he was okay. Aww. Wow! Even Stan knew it was bad. Very sad. Very sad <laughs> way to end these not, notes. Not but... a letter saying like, "I like the movie." Like, are you okay? Can I lay? <laughs> <laughs> like, are you good? <laughs> like, do you need help? Like, come on, what's you need my help, bro? <laughs> um, in terms, in terms of box office, Fantastic Four grows fifty six point one million dollars. That's it. That was domestic. Here, here, domestic, and oh. a, and a hundred and eleven million uh, outside the U.S. for a total. Oh my God, a hundred and sixty-seven million worldwide total box office gross. And what was, was, the, what was the what was the budget? Yeah. One fifty-five. Ooh, we flopped. Yep. <laughs> that doesn't even count, and because that doesn't even count like marketing and stuff. That yep. that's like just the budget for the movie. On Rotten Tomato, it, like it lost oh, money. I can't wait to hear this Rotten Tomato. On Rotten Tomato holds the lowest score for a comic book movie at nine percent, with two hundred and fifty-five. Oh, who are the few who people that were like, yes. "This is a fantastic film"? <laughs> I want to know all. Four was fantastic. I want to know all two or three of those reviewers who were like, "You guys are wrong. This is great." Yeah, for real. <laughs> the one that I like using now in terms of casual fans because I think I'm interested what they feel with comic book movies and Jeep. Hooked me up with this site a few years ago. Uh, the cinema score was a C minus, so even casuals didn't like it. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. All right, awards. Uh, awards. I'm not done yet, man. I'm not done yet. Razzies. Oh, it it got, all it the got Razzies. It got, it got, it got all the Razzies. 
Actually, got it did get Razzie. nominated for the Teen Choice Award for Choice Movie Sci-Fi or Fantasy. <laughs> Didn't this go up against Age of Ultron? Yeah. Well, another bad movie. Way better it's than like, this. Oh, it's, not, it's not. It's not like that bad. No. <laughs> yeah. So it did not win. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> right. Okay. No, no, I'm like, I'm yeah, like, even I'm teenagers respond like, to the fucking giving. I'm less upset now. <laughs> um, good job. The it did. It was nominated for one, two, three, four, five Razzies. Oh, okay. Winning three. Nice. It won worst picture of the year. Absolutely. It won worst director of the year. Totally. It won. I I can't believe this exists. Worst prequel, remake, ripoff, or sequel. It's dead. Yes. It won. Can't, can't be more right. Actually, for worst picture, it was tied. <laughs> I it couldn't even. It couldn't even with. win a Razzie appropriately. It tied with Fifty Shades of Grey as the worst movie of the year. Wow. That makes sense. Yeah. It does. And the Hollywood. I I quoted the Hollywood Reporter's uh, review of it. It's like a hundred minute trailer for a movie that never happens. That's yeah. so good. So I I, yeah. I I saw that and I'm like I think this this that's that encapsulates how we feel seriously. And last bit of that last needs to be bit, on the poster. <laughs> <laughs> last bit of notes on the movie. There was future there was future planned for a sequel in 2017, but obviously after the movie flop, no sequel was made. And last year, the Fantastic Four are finally home where they belong. <laughs> Let's be honest, this movie did serve its purpose. It gave, and we, and we it all, did. It is and true. we should all thank this movie for being made. Yeah, the, it's like the Amazing Spider-Man Two. It served its purpose to go home. Yep. At it's, this point, home. They, Fox realized, look, we can't do it. We tried three times. This is terrible. Let's give it back. Four times. Oh yeah, the old school one. The old school one too. So, and I and I, we had this conversation off the line, G and Rye. Leo and I were talking about, like, is it really the worst comic book movie of all time because of the mm. Incredible Hulk from the, not the Incredible the Hulk. The Ang Lee one, the Ang Lee Incredible No, Hulk. the Captain America. That one. From the, the 90s, Punishers. the Fantastic, the, the, Punisher. the Punisher. But I, th- I think it is because I, despite these movies being bad, I never almost fell asleep three times. I could. But Electra's bad too. So, so is uh, <laughs> like, Halle Berry Catwoman. So, Halle Berry Catwoman's uh, Catwoman, pretty bad. Yeah, Catwoman, I, haven't seen, yeah. I haven't seen that. Is you ever seen Catwoman? No, I I don't know. No. Oh my god, no! You you would love making fun of it though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. It is it is a cinematic abortion. It's, it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> cinematic abortion. It's so bad. It, but at least she accepted her Razzie in person. I give her credit for that. Yeah, she she seems like such a fun person, Hallie, Hallie? and yeah. she's still yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, she like and she mocked her Oscar speech too, which made it better. She was like crying. She's like, I'm just so happy to be the first black woman to win. <laughs> it's <laughs> funny they were talking about. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about potential ideas for the podcast, and I was just looking at Oscar speeches around this time. I mark out and I YouTube a lot of Oscar speeches, and I looked at ten worst Oscar speeches of all time, and Gwyneth Paltrow was number one. Ooh. What does she do? What's she she does like, exactly what Hallie does. People don't want people. She, people people don't like her though. <laughs> yeah, that all she did was cry, and she did like she was crying the whole uh, uh, speech. I think I might. I mean, I might cry too. <laughs> <laughs> so that, can you imagine just getting up there and just be like? <laughs> <laughs> like I do a Joe. I do a Joe Pesci. <laughs> Joe Pesci had the best speech ever. Do you know Joe Pesci? No. He just got his Oscar. He said, thank you. I walked away. <laughs> no. That's all he said? That's all he said. That's it? Yeah, after talking, that's all he said. I gotta look that up. Yeah. That's gl- <laughs> classic Pesci. All right. So let's move on to, oh, man, the categories. <laughs> so let's start with favorite scene. 
Leo, what's your favorite scene in this movie? So it's funny. I have like a joke answer and a real answer. All right, what's the joke answer? The end the credits? The joke answer is the uh, the very, very beginning of the movie when that Marvel logo comes on because <laughs> it makes you feel hopeful and happy that this is a Marvel movie. And that never happens. And what's the real answer? No, the real answer? Um, so it's funny. Like As terrible as I think the movie is, there were definitely some cool moments, particularly in the beginning when you see the um, step, I think it's the stepdad or the dad of uh, of Re- young Reed Richards, mm-hmm. and he's a Jets fan watching a football game. That's, that's, that's that it, was bro. the peak of my oh my god <laughs> loving of this movie. He's drenched in Jets gear, watching a football game. That's it. Yes. And I can't really think of anything good I, in right, either. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you know, visually, um, all the Fantastic Four, all the um, uh, Human Towers Torch, cool. Human Torch, yeah. Human Torch, and I like the Thing, on thing looked good. Uh, ben I, looked I good. I thought he looked okay, except for the no pants thing. I didn't understand well, he the looked, no pants he looked, thing. He, he looks way better than the Michael Chiklis version. I, way better, way I better. I hate Michael Chiklis but as an visually, actor. So. Uh, and I loved um, Susan's um, invisibility feels. Yeah. The bubbles look pretty cool. I hated all, the, and this isn't in my notes, but it's just, I hate I'm a really big fan of their costumes and I'm spoiled by the MCU being page like yeah yeah comic screen yeah what the fuck are they wearing the black military <laughs> yeah I'm not yeah. a fan of that not a fan of that at all uh favorite scene um so I don't know I kind of like <laughs> I kind of like Sue and Reed kind of bonding and stuff Do you really? That's it. Like with the library, uh, was it the library? That was, with the, they, like, that was that it. They, uh, they all they all worked well. She stuff. she wore cool headphones. to recognize patterns. Yeah, yes, that was a legit answer. I really don't. Honestly, I could not. <laughs> no, I really I can't not find anything. I could not <laughs> find anything. Only thing that stood out to me that I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty cool, is uh, when Doom was like whacking all the scientists walking down the hall just by looking at them. You just saw their brains explode. Um, Ryan, you oh. just you just made Leo give me a face, and I don't. It no, no, scary. no! I know what he means. It's when um when when Doom went Darth Vader, and all of a sudden had yeah. the Force. Yes, yes. All of a sudden, just <laughs> whacking people walking down the street like that was pretty cool. I'll say that. Like that was the only thing that I'm like, all right, you got that right. I was saying there was there was, uh, was one thing that really bad wig from the reshoots is really funny. Oh, oh yeah, that wig was terrible. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, Jen, he, he, do you, he didn't even care to make her look good. He was like, yeah, just throw this. Do, do, do you remember anything you like? No. Okay, so that answers that. Wait, there's one, there's one thing, there's one, there's one thing I really did like. There's the visual one thing, effects are good, right? There's one thing I like that Jenny that Jenny will like. Okay. There's one thing that I really did like. So I hated this movie for so many reasons. Comic book accuracy was absolutely paramount. But there was one thing they changed that I thought was a step in the right direction. It was when they made Sue... The leader? An actual intelligent scientist yeah. person. Like she was an equal to Reed. She wasn't just a pretty face that he started to date just because of that. Like she was an actual equal and contributed scientifically. That was one of the things that does redeem this movie a little is that at least the female characters had something to contribute. Two two more. And the acting's not bad either. It's not horrible. It's a really bad script. (laughs) It's a bad script. script. CW did a better job. Do they actually call themselves the Fantastic Four in the movie? Like, oh, that's one of my least favorite scenes oh, yeah, in the that's, movie. That's, gonna that's be, coming that's, up that's soon. That's very end, yes. Uh, oh. So uh, the last two positive things, any scene that a, that's <laughs> aged, we are reaching so hard. That's aged <laughs> the best? What's aged the best for you? Uh, the beginning that, wasn't that, that bad. The Jets thing? 
that very no no god no god no the very the, that very thing the female empowerment thing was probably okay. the thing that ages the best because oh. like in, in, if you make that movie today you should make the, them equal yeah people. and let's be honest this was written back in 1963 yeah so that wasn't really a thing back then. Yeah. So like, I, I appreciated the fact that making uh, making the female characters a little bit more strong. Cool, because I got nothing here. Uh, <laughs> Ryan, what do you got? Do you have anything that's aged well? I mean, like Leo said, the women empowerment. Um, and the beginning wasn't horrible as I remembered. Yeah, that's... it doesn't. It doesn't start off bad. Like, it, it, there's yeah. a point where it kind of takes a turn where you're like, "Whoa!" <laughs> I, I, at the very beginning, I'm like, "Okay, I can get behind like, this." No, no, no. And you can tell they edited it and chopped the shit out of that movie. Oh, like, there's yeah. like, oh yeah, it like jumps around like where like after they get their powers or whatever. Uh, it's just like I don't know what happened. It's just like they're like, "Well, we're just gonna like eliminate a huge chunk that explains a lot of stuff." And just throw them right into here. <laughs> I was like okay. I was actually okay with the beginning, and I was telling Lee off the line. And then it's like, my I think the problem it fell off the wagon when you started as an origin story, and then it turned into let's fight your big baddie and kill him in one movie. Yeah, no, really, totally. like it's and like, we only have an hour and a half to do it. <laughs> yeah, that movie is only an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did he yeah. could yeah. didn't even want to give him two hours. And everything's two so hours like, now. I mean, that's the that's thing too. That's probably like, all that chopped like, up stuff. Yeah, and I, you know, and John Strank, when the movie came out, like he did blame them. He blamed the studio. So I wonder, like, and they they probably did chop it the fuck up. But he, I I kind of wonder what his cut was. Like, what is it better? No, I don't think it's cut to be better because there was no chemistry between the actors, man. Like this movie just didn't feel like it ever gelled. I put it up there with uh, the Snyder cut. Yeah. And Michael B. Jordan and Miles Taylor have worked together before too. Like it was, I know there wasn't really like a, a lot of camaraderie amongst. There wasn't them, there really. Wasn't. Like uh, they were good. They were good individually. I thought like they like you know Michael B. Jordan's never really bad in anything. So like like they were fine. They just didn't really gel as a group. All right, now we can get to the fun stuff. Okay, cool. Right, right, cool. Now we can be now we can be honest. <laughs> uh, least favorite scene. I will kick this off. <laughs> um, <laughs> The naming ceremony, the very end, right? Yeah. Let's 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 play devil's advocate, and I'm not the devil's advocate one here usually, but Avengers did the kind of the similar thing with oh, Age it of did. Ultron. It did, it's but it didn't. End. But what really annoyed me is when Ben is like, "Oh, I feel fantastic" or whatever, and I'm like, and then Miles <laughs> Teller is like, "What did you say?" I'm like, yeah. "You heard him the first you time. You were literally right, next, right to him. next to him. Why are you making your boy repeat himself?" <laughs> And then what was the other name that you liked? Oh my god, it was uh let's call ourselves the Human Torch and the, and the Torchettes. Or 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 even funnier than that, two guys, a girl, and the thing that nobody wanted. <laughs> so you're not a fan of that. God. Um yeah, it's it's I've had such a difficult time with that. But it was, but it was at the end, so I was happy it was over. So you kind of, <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take whatever you give me at this point. Yeah, but, they had the boss to set up for a sequel. I couldn't believe that. After you kill your big baddie. That's what made no sense for me. <laughs> I think so, the, the only movie that had the mo- more audacity to assume it had a sequel coming was Green Lantern. How did they set that up again? Um, the Yellow Lantern. With, Sinestro. Uh, Sinestro. Yeah, Sinestro, yeah. That was the only movie I could think of that like, you really thought this was going to get a second movie. <laughs> Leo, Leo got so mad that he used the word audacity. <laughs> yeah, the audacity to assume you're going to get another one. And I remember when we first saw it, we were in a big group. And even that, when he teased it, like, what did you say? 
it was like oh like a giant yeah. like like upsetness from everyone in the crowd uh yeah so that's my worst scene in the movie they're so bad and there's so what, much bad. What's so your worst bad. scene in the movie? So Leo? it's like everything. The treatment of their origin stories. I I mean, like, look, you had and this is the thing about the Fantastic Four. Like, I grew up more with X-Men and Spider-Man, right? But the Fantastic Four was literally the first story that Stan Lee ever made. Like, this is the reason we have Marvel today was the story of these four. So um changing little things about their origin. Ben Grimm not being raised like in the streets of if uh, I think it's a uh, Delancey Delancey Street he's supposed to be from, um him meeting Reed in college, Doctor Doom's origin being tied to freaking somehow for some reason being tied to Reed when it's not, um yeah just everything everything literally everything about this movie was like a spit in the face of what the comic book was supposed to be, um, I yeah I can't really. I, I just I was very it was a very angry viewing. I was very upset with you for recommending it. You recommended it, my friend. You did. Um, yeah, you did. I did not. I definitely did not. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Like overall, like there was just like a lot of like just a bad. It was just bad decisions and a very bad treatment of what the comic book is. Rye. Um, what are we on? Just the worst. The thing worst about the scene. Movie? The worst scene in the movie for you. For me, it was the big fight, and just when they initially anything on the other world planet was just terrible. Yeah, for awful. Me. <laughs> I can't take back on that. The oh. climax is so bad. It really is. It's just so what it's the fuck so is this? It's so bad, and like, and like, it's like the climax makes like it sucks too because like Doctor Doom, like on paper, is a really good villain, and I don't know why yeah. they can't get that right. Yeah. Oh, they like, will. Really well, his face did it. Okay. No, no. So I was telling David about it. Like I realized it around when I was re- watching this movie. Like so, Fanforstic did it, but they weren't the first to do it. Because actually, so did the original Fantastic Four movie, not the '90s one. The uh, the uh, the nine like so for some reason, yeah, everyone seems to want to make sure that Doom's origin is tied to like getting his powers the same time that Reed and everyone got theirs. But that's not at all what happened. Like Doom was his own character, completely separate from everyone, and he's supposed to be more based in science and mixing magic, like Doctor Strange. But like for some reason, the last two origin stories have him being like, literally being right next to everybody when they get their powers, and he gets them too. That's why this one should be. Yeah, they should already have their powers. Yeah. The next one, but we'll see what MCU does. Uh, least favorite character. Oh, that's easy. It's Doom for you, Doom. really? Yeah, they Doom. Yeah, he was. So he was. He was Doom. douchey. He was definitely douchey. But like, so I eh. wrote this in my notes, and I. I much prefer the Julian. Is it Julian McMahon? Nip Tuck Man? Yeah. I liked yeah. him better. So my biggest. Oh, I, didn't like him. I did like him better. Yeah, my, but my biggest I mean, annoyance with Doom is just. I, he was obviously rushed. But here's my biggest annoyance. I'm a huge Ghostbusters fan. Ghostbusters <laughs> is one of my favorite movies of all time. And I don't know if what? you know where I'm going. Um, there's a scene towards the end when they're in that third dimension or whatever that he's like there is no victor there's only doom 
Oh, yeah. That was from Ghostbusters. Ripped completely off Ghostbusters, where Dana's like, there is no Dana, only Zool. That works once. (laughs) One time, that's it. And it's it's not you. And it's not in this movie. The balls of him to take it from a classic and put it into this movie. Oh, no, no, no. You could have taken the guy from the painting. Quote the guy from the painting (laughs) for part two. No, you take from from Dana. Vigo, Vigo. But, yeah, I, I just didn't... I'm kind of with you. I don't know his origin. Yeah. So when you kind of emphasize that it has really, never, their origins aren't connected. Like he's supposed to be just as like he's supposed to be just as smart as Tony mm-hmm. Stark and magically inclined like Doctor Strange. He felt like he came off like a jealous old boyfriend. Yeah, he's supposed to he, more he's, than he, anything. He, he never has a thing for Sue at all, and now he just became like a techie kid that has a crush on a girl and he can't get the girl, so he wants to. They did that in both for some reason. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they did. It. Yeah, they did that in the other one too. Um, but no, what for me the worst, uh, least favorite character. It's Miles Teller as as, as Reed Richards. Oh, aw, like, Miles. look about it. Like, he's supposed to be the face of this team, right? You're supposed to like really want to like the Fantastic Four, despite how dark this movie is. Yeah. But I, I never really liked him. Like, I never wanted him to lead this team. Like, I didn't really see him as any kind of leader capacity. Like, James Marsden as Cyclops suffer- was better. Go ahead, right? Does this suffer from? The Dark Knight effect, where now every movie had to be dark. I think they tried to make. Like, you could tell they tried to make it like gritty. Well, not well. I guess as gritty as they can make it. Yeah, they like, tried they, to make it gritty. Like they like to make Fantastic it Four, yeah. the last one that should be should gritty. Be it's supposed to be all about hope and yeah. happiness. That's what Fantastic Four was. Yeah, you're going to go gritty, and I do think it just suffers from that effect that they had. Like, oh, that made a lot of money. That was very popular. It was gritty. Let's go gritty with the yeah, Fantastic I mean, that's Four. Like, yeah, that's the that's the kind of the negative thing that happened after the Dark Knight is that everyone thought that. Their comic book movies had to be like dark and gritty mm-hmm. and serious. But, but let's also but let's, but let's, <laughs> yeah. but let's, let's remember this came out with with Age of Ultron. That means Marvel had already shown you well, what like at this point in time like seven movies that weren't dark and gritty. I think it was over ten at the point. Yeah, yeah. So, so like they already laid the foundation. I think, I think the excuse of like, hey, let's be dark and gritty, kind of got out but, the window at that point. And the crazy thing is, it's it was not, trying to be different. It wasn't it even was trying to be different. Ryan's right. Yeah, and it's not even DC that's doing trying to be different. You're studio literally <laughs> laid the foundation for you and you're still like nah i want to be i want to brew i'll be like dc i want to be like our cousins yeah. <laughs> uh what about you Rai? who's your least favorite character doom easy hands down i just could yeah, not do for me from i actually like i actually like mouse killer <laughs> i like him too yeah, everyone else was all right like even like the what's it who played like the dad Can't oh franklin name. franklin uh yeah. yeah the guy from even um, he was fine in it like the acting was fine, except for Doom. He killed like yeah. the fact I'm that actually, do you know what? We rag on the fact that you killed the big bad. I'm kind of happy he died in the very end. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't good at all. And you know, the... injustice for Kmar. None of us said her, so good for you. Yeah, <laughs> I actually like I actually like Sue. No, the, the only thing yeah. about I like Sue, Sue a lot in this movie. The only thing about Sue maybe, I don't like was Josh the whole music thing. Maybe had a crush on her and it was unrequited. Uh, maybe he wrote doom there you go there you go it mirrors crush crush on the girl you can't get yep bam he figured it out we figured it out it only only took us five years to figure this out Um, all right and then jen if you remember anything that you hated the most it was just the wig. All right, the so. wig is what I hated the most. <laughs> which, co- which coincides? I swear he just didn't care. Which coincides with <laughs> what age of the worst for me was Kate Mara's wig. The wig. We're- well, like, go ahead. She had good hair, and then you had to like obviously she 
I think she had cut her hair, right? I think that's what it yeah. was. Yeah, she cut and it. And so they had to. But, like, you really couldn't afford, out of all the money that you spent, you couldn't afford a better wig to at least match no. any semblance of her hair. You have seen. I think I think it was more so that they realized bad. all the money we poured into this is not saving it. Why are we even going to try anymore? Yeah. Because no, they went over, they went over budget, so they're like, nope. When you see the mo- <laughs> when you, you saw the movie, so bad. There are scenes that Kate has a specific hairstyle in one scene, and twenty seconds later, you see the it's wig. So it's different. so glaring, so, so glaring. Even the colors kind of off. Yes, like the, color. the texture. It just looks like it looks like a really bad wig. And actually, wig like if you get a very quality wig, you wouldn't even be able to tell. But the fact is, like, they basically just showed the whole inseam on the top of her head. Like, they, just, they like, everything. Like, the hair looked like straw. Like, she should have just put a hula skirt on her head because that is exactly what it looked like. Like, Dave was like, this is her hair, right? Not the wig part. And I go, no, that's her hair. And then all of a sudden, like, one second later, it, it cut yeah, to it the was... wig. And then he's like, oh, no, yeah, that's the wig. Now I see what you said. Like, yeah, pretty... you can tell. Wasn't even the same color. What about you, Leo? What well, is it? Well. Age the worst. Age the worst. So I didn't like the. Uh, it's 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 ironic because at first I was really excited about it, but the uh, the the race change for Johnny. Mm-hmm. So I think it was something that was like just really poorly executed, and it felt so forced that it kind of just undid what it was supposed to do. Like if even if it was meant to do something that was really like inclusion, like just including more, it felt more like it was just like a half-ass attempt just to like get some more money. What about you, Rai? Uh For me, it was pantsless thing. I have no idea why the <laughs> hell they had to do that. <laughs> like, there was really no need for that. And the corny ass montage, like, why? Oh, <laughs> what the hell? wait, what? <laughs> when they're montage, when they're, when they're building the machines, or yeah, when they're building yeah. the machine all together, like it felt so eighties. Like, I'm like, really? No, stop, stop. All right, yeah. what, what about you, G? You have anything? I don't know. I feel like you guys named everything. <laughs> but there's, there's, so, there's, there's, there's so much more. It's funny that this movie's not even that old. Five years <laughs> old. It's not that, it's old. Like not that old. And hey, we always like doing these real backs with movie anniversaries. It is five years old. Yeah. So, all right. So, last thing before we finish off for the day, I do have some facts, and then we're going to cast a new Fantastic Four at the end. All right. So, first fact that I have this is the first and only Marvel movie. After 2001 Spider-Man or 2002 Spider-Man, that Stanley does not have a cameo. Even Stanley, even Stanley, Stanley knew to his prized baby. He was like, "I'm not touching that." Um, number 14, I have here. Miles Teller actually shitted on the movie <laughs> during an interview. During an interview, he says, "You work harder on the bad films or the films that turn out maybe not the way you intend because something's not working." <laughs> I don't know how you say that in an interview. I don't know who his press agent is that he would say this. He's the an shade, asshole. The shade of it all. <laughs> um, Kate Mara will, will will not watch the movie. Yeah, I know that because <laughs> she was abused on set. Like I, I, I wouldn't watch it either. <laughs> so, in fact, when she had seen the final product, not only did Mara reply in a negative, she added, "Neither did the rest of the world." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the, the Josh Trank and I mentioned before he shitted on the movie. He said, "This is not my vision." Oh, sure, buddy, whatever. Um, Marvel made fun of the film in a comic book. 
Oh, shit. So in Punisher number 12, three actors who look exactly like Kate Mara, Maz Teller, and Jamie Bell, who is actually wearing a shirt with a four on it, lounge in a hotel restaurant, and they're waiting for a guy named Mike to talk about sequel being made by a director named Trang. Wow. So, I mean, a lot of the movie was reshot, which I've mentioned yeah. before. Uh, Fox may may have rushed this see i did not know this and i don't think you knew this too leo fox rushed the movie being made in order to keep the rights so when you guys mentioned earlier on about like how long this movie was in production i had a feeling it was about rights because this movie was one of those like we need to make a movie in this amount of time i think it was every eight years or they would have lost the rights so i think that's another reason that they this was uh, definitely one of those like let's just do it just to get it done yep um, Fox could have given some of the Fantastic Four back to Marvel in exchange for Daredevil. So there was a deal going on back then that MC was trying to get everybody back. And Fox would have done the deal if they if Mar- MCU would have given them Daredevil. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm very intrigued to see what Fox wanted to do with Daredevil since... Didn't they do Ben Affleck's Daredevil? They did. That's oh, why they I'm like, did. They that's, did. Like, that's why I'm terrified to know what they wanted to do with Daredevil. Yeah. So, let me see what else. The director infamously difficult on set. One of the main characters naked for the whole movie, and that's Ryan's favorite part, the thing. Yeah, that's so weird. This this is when you know a movie's gonna be bad. Critics were not allowed to review the movie until the last minute. So I remember. You mean like the embargo? There or? was no screening for the movie. Oh. Yeah. oh. Yeah, like I, even Dark Phoenix had a premiere. Even for and for a comic <laughs> book movie to not have an early screening is the only studios that you don't get worried is Marvel and uh, for Marvel and Star Wars because though it doesn't matter the reviews are critic proof they're gonna they're gonna make wow. money for for this one no screenings at all the movie was originally supposed to be in 3D but it was scrapped oh lord I don't know if that would have helped anything Yo, Ryan could you imagine naked thing in 3D. <laughs> and then number one Josh Josh Trank has vowed to never make another superhero movie again oh, wow. or a movie in general because he's probably blacklisted oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know you can't talk shit about the studio like publicly like oh they, they screwed up my movie like yeah when's the last time you saw him do something yeah, what's he, he, what's he up to since? I think I had, <laughs> I had read that he's make, he wanted to make an Al Capone movie and that's about it I haven't heard anything of the guy since then. That was rough, man. So let's finish this off with the light at the end of the tunnel. What it should be. <laughs> the MCU. Yeah. So Fantastic Four coming to the MCU, I think probably in three years, maybe three, four yeah, years. I think by 2024, right. yeah. 2023, we'll get them. So let's cast them. So I casted everyone but Ben because I'm having, I had a really hard time finding anybody. So I went with two different people for each role. Mr. Fantastic Reed Richards. I've said John Krasinski a million times. But how about Patrick Wilson? Like it. Oh, the guy from The Conjuring? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he'd be good. I think if we're not going to do Young, which I don't think we are, I think that's the perfect age range for uh, for Reed Richards. So I went there. Sue Storm, Sue Richards. I went with, obviously, Emily Blunt because that's number one. Number two, Charlize Theron. That was my number two. High five. Nice. Um, I don't think she would do it though. No, hell no. <laughs> no. Well, she did well, do those, she does do those terrible Fast and the Furious movies, so you yeah, never know. Yeah, that's exactly, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I take that back. She does do studio crap. Yeah. She does the Italian true. job and Atomic Blonde. And yep, she, she wait, might. isn't she technically still in Disney right now? For what? Does she do 
Did she do anything at Disney? She, no. She does do a lot she, of different stuff, though, because she did do late. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, no. The Huntsman isn't Disney, though, right? No. Yeah, she was in that, though. But I don't know if it, it counts as Disney. No, I don't think so. Uh, Johnny, I have Zac Efron, if we're going certain age. But the guy that uh, I really like is De- Descartes Montgomery. He's oh, Billy, the, the Billy. Red Ranger from Power oh, Rangers. Oh, that's Billy, from us. Billy from Stranger Things. Things. Yeah. yeah so I, oh, he was in the Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah he was the Red Ranger. Yes. And then Doctor Doom, I have Brian Cranston, or Nicolaj Coaster, Jamie Lannister. Oh, Jamie Lannister. And then I did cast Silver Surfer, so I went balls deep on this one: Dev Patel or Ryan Gosling. Huh? Oh, but I Ryan went, Gosling wouldn't do it either. <laughs> I went two completely different routes on that, and I couldn't find a Ben. I just couldn't okay. think of anybody. I was gonna do The Rock, and uh, I the only one I did have for Ben that I loved it. I love we, it, but I we can't it. do it is David Harbor because he's already in the MCU, he's so we can't black, do that. Yeah, he's a Black Widow. All what right, what about John Cena? So John Cena starting to piss me off with his movie choices after watching <laughs> after watching Doolittle. I'm like, yo, you need to rethink yourself and go back to wrestling <laughs> because he's not. He started off really well with Trainwreck, and then but um, remember Rockers. the he's. He's trying to get, have that same trajectory The Rock is. The Rock and The did, Rock yeah. did some bad movies in the beginning. Yeah, like Tooth Fairy. Tooth Fairy, yeah. So I like, don't think the Tooth Fairy, for someone that's seen it, is worse than anything John Cena's done. Uh, cool. Especially seeing Doolittle. I don't like John Cena, so I, I, I love everything you're saying right well, now. Well, isn't he just, just a, he's just a voice in Doolittle, right? There. He's a polar bear. Yeah, he's a voice. He's a big voice in it. Oh. He's, yeah, he's one of the main characters in it. Oh, All is right. he really? Yeah. Shit. So similar to you, I feel like if the when the Fantastic Four joined the MCU, it's not going to be kids. It's going to be just older people. So you have to have like a cast that's like on the same like like take it seriously like RDJ, like Cumberbatch. So I went the same way for my uh, Sue Storm, Emily Blunt, or Charlize Theron. Um, for Johnny, I wanted to make the age just as yep. close to Tom Holland as possible because in the comics, the Human Torch and Spider Man are best friends. So I went with Logan Lerman. From, oh, I, uh, I love oh, Logan. I love Logan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I love okay. Logan Lerman. And, yeah. um, and Ansel Egg Elcourt from no. Baby Driver. No, he's too busy making uh, what's West that story? Fair. But I, I wanted I like someone young enough that you can grow along with them and just like. It's going to be Chan's favorite movie of the year. It is. <laughs> uh, for, I'm not uh, even going to the theater. <laughs> That's what he said about Little Woman. He said it's going to get nominated for all the Oscars. He's like, no. <laughs> no, it shouldn't. Because it will. It shouldn't. It will. Because it will, no. for sure. No. It will. Nothing beats the original. Unless, that... unless it goes like full cats, it's going to get nominated for oh, all Oh, yeah. yeah. I, it's it's, it's uh, in my early, early prediction for Best Picture next year. No, so you take it out. It's a Steven Spielberg. I know. And what's that? Oh my God, that's like money. Go ahead. It's trash. <laughs> uh, for uh, for Reed Richards, I went um, Krasinski because that's like the everyone. But I wanted to do um, Keanu Reeves. No, I think Keanu Reeves. I, no. Look, think I about it this way. Keanu, look, Keanu Reeves because of his John and Wick experience Keanu. and Matrix, it's got that. Yeah, um, he's got experience being husband to Charlize Theron in movies. He does the Devil's Advocate. So they have really good chemistry. That's Charlize Sweet Theron. And, and, yeah, it's Sweet November. Oh and yeah, Sweet November. That's right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> and and let's be honest, if you either have sad. someone that you take as seriously as Cumberbatch being a face in the MCU now, mm-hmm. you need someone that you take seriously as an actor or at least has enough time in the game. Keanu Reeves can hold his own. Um, no, he can't. I think he's he's gotten a, a lot more respect in the last like few years. I think for th- than he than he had back in the day. Yeah, for thing, 
I'm going straight up. CGI is going to do most of it, so you need a voice. Seth Rogen. Yeah, I can see it. Okay. Oh, no, I see what you mean. I like that a lot. I, don't know why I actually I you, like I thought, that a lot. I don't know why I thought you were going to say Vin Diesel. Sorry. No. <laughs> no, no, Leo no, had so, me worried for a second. So, I am thing. So so, I, love, I love the voice of that he has, right? Yeah, the gravelly thing to it. Um, He's Jewish. Same thing as Ben Grimm is supposed to be. Um, And I also have Ron Perlman as my second one. Out um, on that one, similar, just but it's gotta be. But all the CGI. voice, I think you nailed it with Seth. Seth that's, Rogen, that's, though, right? Really good because you want someone that's gonna be corny and like funny little quips. Yeah, I think Rogen could do it. James Earl Jones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and for my uh, for my doom, I went um, Javier Bardem. Oh, never nothing wrong with that. Uh, Rye, go ahead. Uh, for the thing, I went straight up The Rock. Uh, just he has the build, but I really do love Leo's idea. Yeah, so do I. Um, Invisible Woman. If we could get her, I know she's busy being Harley Quinn, but Margot Robbie. If not, uh, Amanda Seyfried. Seyfried, sorry. Oh, from Mean Girls. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Fantastic. I went with James McAvoy. I think he'd make a really good because we know he can do the scientist. I think he's. And I think he's been in the game. He's done it before. I think he'd make a really interesting Mr. Fantastic. Human Torch. I went Zac Efron or Colton Hayes. Oh. Who's Colton uh, the, Hayes? Uh, he's on Arrow. Yeah, he's uh, on yeah. Arrow. He's the Red Arrow. Arrow. Yeah, yeah. So he's done genre, and he, I thought he was really good in it. And he fits the kind of build, and I think he can pull off the attitude, and he's in the right age range. And Doom, I went uh, Cena or Cranston. You said John Cena? Yeah, I can see him doing it. Dead silence. <laughs> Dead silence. <laughs> I'm John Cena. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I. I couldn't, I couldn't even put anything to. I don't think we've ever had that much yeah, silence I on this. Ca- the silence was like legit deafening. It was like. Well, I was trying to think about it, and I mean, I guess if you really no. had to, like serious. John Cena. my head. John Cena has never played a bad guy, even in wrestling, outside of like a, a few months. I don't think. Uh, yeah. Oh. But I was. I do love Cranston, though. I do love Cranston. Uh, G, do you have anybody? Yeah, well, so I've been on, well, when you mentioned Dr. Just didn't really want, like, a long time ago, I'm actually, I'm okay with that on that trend, because, like, they would have good chemistry, because you know, they're married in real life, and that'd be good. Um, for Johnny, uh, I actually like Zach Efron, but also, like, after watching, uh, he hasn't really done a lot, but after watching Bad Boys for Life, that blonde hair kid, the Alexander Ludwig guy. Yes, I yes. liked him a lot. I liked him a lot in Bad Boys. Yeah, I think he could actually be pretty good in that role, too. Um Brian Cranston, I, I would go with for Doom, and I can't think of who I would want for the thing. Actually, yeah. he's the I hardest one to cast. I, I kind of actually like the Seth Rogen yeah. idea. I think you yeah. need to call Marvel. I can't think guys, of guys, guys. You should just I saw tweet him, him on Instagram, like tweet him or like reach out on Instagram and be like, "Hey, this should be your next project." <laughs> for sure, get this done. But 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 make sure it's good. <laughs> yep. So see, we we end on a good note, Leo. We end on a good note. Uh, <laughs> Hopeful, so, hopefulness. So that pretty that wraps it up for this week. Next week for the next two three weeks till the oscar comes we have some fun oscar themed top tens so we shall be back then see you later later